right, howdy, everyone. Welcome to the oh, Hive Mind July recap. For the audio uh, listeners, if you didn't know, we live stream this. Yeah, well, now they know. Yeah, yeah. we're 15, 14 minutes late. Yeah, that's honestly pretty good. That, that's on us. That's on all yeah. of us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if by all of us you mean you, then yeah. <laughs> you know, Justin, it's, I'm uh, sorry, when the call started, Sig, today at 6.07 p.m., oh, okay. I'll be in, in a sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we pulling up yeah, the yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's just go up a little bit further. Um, um, yeah. Let's see. Um, earliest I can do is uh, five. And then, uh, yeah. 4.58, gonna grab food after work. I'll hop in closer yeah. to the time. Yeah. Man, oh wait, 5.57, be ready. 5.57, be ready in 10. Hmm, you know what 5.57 uh, plus 10 minutes is? Not 6 p.m., so I, I don't know. I keep Think forgetting about that after these podcasts, we have to go to like some couples therapy, and we've yeah, not done that's that right. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, think about all those those viewers who are anxiously awaiting the six PM time start and how yeah. you just kinda let them down. It's it's kind of upsetting. Speaking of that, uh we usually record these Friday nights. Uh we're doing this on a Thursday because yes. this is no ordinary weekend that we're approaching. I uh, I mean I I think it's just a good idea in general so our so we don't like you know, mess our you know most recent listenings with what happened the last month you bring up because we we've done that before and i think i think it's just better for us to talk about that then Uh, and then the fact that there's three albums coming out in about six hours just like made that decision more obvious yeah and i i think it's probably something to go forward yeah like just yeah so for those of you that want to hear the show live in the future thursdays at uh, Insert time here. Maybe. Right here, right here on twitch.tv slash tobycon. It's yeah. exactly. With it's two true. ends. The best place to be. Twitch.tv T-O-B-Y-C-O-N-N. That is twitch.tv slash T-O-B-Y-C-O-N-N. Holy shit, the audio podcast is going to have a meltdown. Just follow at... Jake will put it in the description. Yeah, just follow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, this is no Jake's responsibility. We're we're absolving ourselves. While we're at it, I was talking to my sisters about this podcast a couple of days ago, and they brought up the idea of making a Twitter account for this show. Yeah, don't, don't you already have an Instagram for it? There is an Instagram. Yeah, uh, we got an Instagram. We may as well have a Twitter. Yeah, you memes. Oh, man, effort. There may be a Twitter account <laughs> no. coming in the future. There may be a Twitter account coming in the future, but more importantly, we are finally on Spotify. Let's go! Thank God. The show is finally it's on, it's on Spotify, it's on Anchor, it's on a couple other miscellaneous podcasts. Oh, you need places. to give me the link for that. Uh, because Anchor just distributes it automatically at the click of a button, so I put in no effort and I get praised anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm praise. I mean, I got ridiculed for about three months before I got... Yeah, I'm not sure I'm going to praise you for finally putting in the bare minimum effort after three <laughs> months, but, you know... Never mind all the editing that you do. No, 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 no. I'm important. So, if you want to... if you're, I, I feel like most of the audience at this point oh. is on YouTube. So, if you want to listen on Spotify, we're on Spotify at uh, Hivemind Radio Recap. So, feel free to follow there. Um, and on Anchor, if you use Anchor. 
Um, without further ado, I think we can start getting into talking about music, unless you guys have any other uh, introductory stuff you want to mention. Boring, I got a thing. Not that I could... Oh, I had coronavirus this past month. That was fun. Oh, you're, fun? You're, yeah, wait, were you, were you not around for that? No. I was... Oh, yeah, no, I got I got the Rona. My parents went uh, bar hopping on vacation, and I got uh, <laughs> I got the Rona, like, what, three, four days later? Fuck. Um, yeah, it was <laughs> real bad. Did you listen to Corona Viscerated? Oh, of course. I had to. That's, like, this entire quarantine theme song. I had how to about, keep that on loop. How about Rona 19? How about that one? Oh, by Landon Tours? Unfortunately, no. No, there was no playing of that song. I didn't even think of that. I should have. That one's more iconic, honestly. <laughs> I, st- I still think it's really funny. When was that song released? Was that April or was that March? I think it was early April. Because I, I thought that was the Landon Tours song we were going to talk about, not the Oh, actual. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, say <laughs> <laughs> no, so was the one there. Yeah. I remember you put that in the playlist, and I was like, um... <laughs> I mean, I guess. All right, shall we get started? Y'all, y'all ready to talk about a shit ton of singles? Cause it's one oh, dear God, there's so many. That's basically all July gave us at this point, where... June and July really did not give too much in terms of albums, in all honesty. No, no, they were very single-heavy. We got got more this month than we did in June, but definitely more single-heavy. Yeah. Yeah. For account, we have 35 singles. 34, I removed one like 10 minutes ago. Oh, that's right, you did remove one. Yeah, so we have 34 singles. We have, I believe it's an EP. And two albums. And two albums, yeah. That's that's what's on the, the, the notebook for today, fellas. Will Crossfaith lose their throne? I'm <laughs> 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 fine. They even had it to begin with. <laughs> they had it by default, in all honesty. Yeah, they that's even true. Own at that point. No, they're just the only one on the list. Exactly. <laughs> all right, let's get started. Blind Channel released a new song at the start of the month, "Left Outside Alone." Yep, this is a cover, I believe. I can't remember the original artist. Yeah. It's definitely a cover. I remember listening to it when it came out, and uh, or I listened to the cover when the when the, yeah. I wish I knew how to speak words. Right you now. can do it. I believe in <laughs> I you. We're six minutes in, and I'm already having stroke. <laughs> yeah. So the original artist is um, Anastasia. Thank you for doing your research that I did not. Yeah, I, did, I didn't hear the original, but this is pretty good. Yes. I, I think I think it's like much better than like half of the last album they put out. More than half, in all honesty, like this more than cool. half. Yeah, because uh, well, a lot of it was like um, singles they had put out over like the course of a couple of months and just remixed a little, like uh, remastered a little bit. But uh, Most, th- the this... singles were really the only highlights from that album, anyway. Yeah, well, most most of the singles, not, not like the ones they had like months before they compiled into the album. Yeah, dang, I was, um, I was I was like, oh, I need I need to listen to this band, and now you guys are like shitting on them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So White Channel so, are a very polarizing band. They, so they they did they the have, thing. They have they did such the th- high peaks, and then they just produce some very average songs. 
Yeah, they did the thing where, like, Solens does, where they released a bunch of singles at once, and then compiled it into an album for their most I, recent album. I don't think so. Yeah, they did. They did. There, like, are all, there are only three new tracks on the last album. I believe there was five, unless I'm getting it wrong. There, there were three, if I'm remembering correctly. Let me take a look real quick. But I, I all I remember is there, well, it was like over my dead body, time bomb no, snakes died enough for yeah. you in fever. I think it was just those five. Oh, okay, yeah. So, but the but the rest like uh, were kind of forgettable. Yes. Yeah, like, like the the new stuff, and this kind of puts a bit more faith back into what these guys can actually do. For every average song that Blind Channel will put out, they will eventually deliver in some form. Their their second album, Blood Brothers, is still their best. Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah, um, by far. But let's back to this single. I th this is just a really good song. Yeah. Um, I similar to you. I don't think I had very many expectations for this based off of their last album, but they kind of, they knocked this one out of the park. Highly, I mean, highly recommend. Blind Channel is going to be one of those bands that they put something out. I'm still going to listen to it, even yeah. if I don't like it. Like, yeah, like you... as, mu as much as their older stuff, I'm still going to, like, you know, have it in rotation for, like, a month or so. You can really tell which two of us have prior experience in this band and which two Because <laughs> <laughs> I have, like, I didn't know this was a cover. I have, like, absolutely nothing yeah, to add. I was very indifferent on this song. I don't know. I, the breakdown felt like a slight variation of the same riff that had been introduced like at the start and throughout the song, and I wasn't super impressed with it, but I didn't realize it was a cover. So now I have yeah. to like go back post-episode and listen to the original and then listen to the cover and make my judgment from there because I did not yeah. have prior knowledge. Yeah, it is a cover. So, you know, with, with that in mind, the instrumentals kind of lean more onto the originals. That's... Well, I'm I'm gonna throw the uh, playlist. On. Does anybody real quick? Does anybody else have anything to add on this? Not really. So I'm gonna transition here. I'm I'm, ta I'm taking your role here, Jake, yeah, into the me. other cover that we had this week, which was uh, Iris by Breaking Benjamin. Yep. Okay. So, I didn't think this was better than the original, and I don't think that any cover of the song that has ever been made is better than the original, because the original is just so iconic. Um, that said, I do think that this is one of the better covers I've heard, and I'd be very interested to see how you guys felt about it. I cannot recall the original to this song. Really? No. I, 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 I knew this was a cover, the... the um... I knew that Iris was a cover song, but I cannot recall what, like, the original was, even though it's supposedly a pretty damn popular song. I mean, yeah, well, it's got 612 million on Spotify. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's uh, Just a bit. I, and I didn't even know it was a cover. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the song even worse than Jake. Yeah. The original song is uh, Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls, for anybody who's interested i think it's about the only song of theirs that's ever gotten any like real traction that like everybody or i shouldn't say everybody because you didn't know it was a cover but that everybody um quote unquote knows it's like one of the more iconic songs of the like that late 90s early mid 2000s era um in the same vein of something like i don't know the closest things i can think of and they're not at all similar songs would be something like 
How You Remind Me by Nickelback, and then like Country Roads, Take Me Home by John Denver. That it's like one of those more universally recognized songs. Um, and so it's very bold to put out a cover of something that's so like well recognized. Um, but I, th- I think they did it well. I just wasn't as super impressed with this cover over the original as I was with some other covers that have been released in the past. I'm I'm still gonna like say like on the topic of covers that one of the best covers that ever released probably in the last maybe year or two is the Cranberries cover that Bad Wolves did, where they tried that to get the very or- good. They tried to get the original singer, but she passed away while they were going to record it. And like that song did it very much justice. I need to go back yeah. and listen to that after this. I think the only thing I want to add to Iris is that I I definitely enjoyed the fact that it's a cover and enjoyed the song, uh, but I didn't find that much replay value out of it. Like it's yeah. it's, it's a good song, but there's not much that wants me coming back to it. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I'm fucking dying. <laughs> back. It's wave two. second wave is here fellas speaking of a second wave (laughs) california's burning by hot milk (laughs) (laughs) oh god i hate it yeah it's certainly something (laughs) oh god hold on <laughs> so, Hot Milk, our band, I have been waiting to talk about on this podcast for a long time. They are definitely one of, like, the shining stars of this year for me that, like, came out of nowhere and have blown me away. And this song, this song did exactly that for me. It it, it sounds nothing like anything they've ever written before, but it's it's so good. I, I love it, personally. It's a lot, like, darker and a lot heavier than their normal pop punk esque uh, esque sound, uh, they did like some rap vocals at the start, with not necessarily rap, like more rap hip hop influenced vocals for the first verse, and that just came out of nowhere. But it works so well. Um, I I love this. Um, yeah. Yeah, I completely missed everything you said. So sorry, but I was busy trying like not to die. <laughs> yeah. Um, but. This is the heaviest song of theirs that I can think of by far. off the top of my by head. Far. Yeah, there. Like, I caught the tail end of what you were mentioning. the The rap part that she does um, really caught me off guard. There are a lot of different vocal deliveries, I guess, that stray kind of from what I came to expect from this band. Definitely, um, and I think it works really well. I think this is also the most political they've ever gotten. Oh, definitely. They, you don't just open a song with semi-automatic on the candy floor. Semi-automatic yeah, in the candy store. Like. This, this this read like a grandson song to yes, me. Yes. Like this, this is not at all something I would have expected yeah. from this band. The um, there was a part in this song where it might have been in the bridge. I don't know, but the male vocalist sounded like the uh, singer from In Heart's Wake like in the clean vocal delivery okay. and it was like i was not at all expecting it. i don't know the the, the variation in vocal deliveries within this song is certainly awesome. something i i could, didn't come to expect that's it. a very strange correlation between the vocalists of, 
hot milk in Moon Hearts Wake. I did not expect I, that. I might be losing my damn no, mind. I, I, I see it, though. Off. I totally see it. I totally see I'll, it. I'll find the part after this, but also, um, Justin, internet gone. Yeah. Because, uh, what, tropical storm, whatever the fuck. Yeah, my dad's house lost internet. In fact, quick tangent here. Uh, a tree fell down and shattered a window in my room. Oh, good. Um, at my dad's house. I'm at my mom's house now where everything was fine. But, uh, yeah, I have a broken window, so that's fine. Oh, that's one does. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's... Oh, there goodbye. Goodbye. There's... There's been a lot of that, like, around here recently. Like, I wouldn't think that this far inland we would have gotten as many, like, thunderstorms or rain as we did, but we've been feeling the effects of this in different waves. Here it's been it interesting. Is. Yeah, welcome back, brother. Yeah, I'm just on hotspot for this. Ah, okay. It looks like the hurricane's coming through. Knocked yeah. Down there, right? so. Yeah. Well, Discord doesn't take up too much um, hotspot-wise. You should be okay. No, nah, I, haven't, I haven't touched my hotspot this month either, so we're good. I mean, it's we're also six days into the month. Yeah, that's, that's fair. <laughs> that's yeah, fair. Go out, you know. Oh, you better have. Well, I guess it will matter. I was gonna say you better have power back for um all the albums tonight. Hey, I'll figure it out. Make it happen. Drive to your local McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, bang on your neighbor's door and be like, "Look, bro, Slaves album coming out. Five <laughs> password now." See, the problem is all my neighbors are military, so they probably shoot me. Yeah, well, you can just you can just sit like outside their house in the rain, and listen to slaves. I'm sure it'll be fine. There's there's worse options. You got noise canceling headphones. Yeah, yeah. see. <laughs> Let's get back to this hot milk song. I don't think there's too much more to add to it, but I just want to reiterate that like this sounds nothing like they've ever written before, nah. and this just like this the amount of possibilities for anything this band can release in the future, like. You just never know what this band is going to come up with next. Like, you compare this to Are You Feeling Alive or Wide Awake, and it's just com drastically yeah, polar opposites. Drastically different. Th this band has a very bright future. Let's move on. Uh, we got we got a uh, triple stack coming at you. Noija just went off and released three new songs this month. Let's start with the first one, Crawl Into My Skin. So tell me why. Yeah, so they were silent for a while after they released Rebirth, like at the start of last year. Um, and they're just now releasing these next couple singles. They have one coming out tomorrow as of filming this, so August 7th. And then they have an album coming out on the 28th. So uh, they're making up for lost time by releasing three singles. Crawl Into My Skin is probably my favorite. I, I would say it's my second but it's favorite. Between album. this and Runaway. Runaway, yeah, we'll it, it depends on the day for me. There this was go. actually my least favorite. Oh, really? I got to um, say, yeah. I mean, I, did, I didn't think any of these singles were, like, bad or anything right. like that. Like, I, I, All of them were, at the very least, good. Um... But crawl into my skin was was definitely my least favorite. Um, I am I am I allowed to talk about the other two, or are we saving well, them for like well, individual well, segments? We might, we might as well just hit three of the, the three at the same yeah. time. Sure. Okay. So broken glass was my favorite. Um. Okay. Oh, the, the was mine. <laughs> 
Oh, good. See, look at us go. Um, look at us not being the hive mind we yeah. advertise. The, the electronic elements in Broken Glass reminded me kind of of, uh, oh, fuck, By Your Side by Awaken I Am. Okay. Um, yeah, some of the delivery that. there, too. Um, and then there was a part of the bridge where the effect on his voice reminded me of uh, Brian Burkheiser from I Prevail. Yeah. I don't, that might be another parallel that I'm just pulling out of my ass like hot milk, but. Um, like, like, like the band, I'm not pulling like warm <laughs> milk out of my ass. Well, I think I should clarify. Um, fact you had to clarify, Lee's. Yeah, yeah, look, okay, there might be some caring listeners out there waiting to put me into therapy, so I just I gotta I gotta make that distinction up front. Can we but clip that and just get it out of context. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, but um. Yeah, no, right, I, I, like I said, I don't think that any of these were, like, necessarily a bad song at all. I just enjoyed Broken, uh, or Broken Glass, rather, the most, uh, mm-hmm. followed by Runaway and then Crawl Into My Skin. But this this band went from something that wasn't on my radar at all to something that I'm suddenly very excited for the future. Do we know if we're getting, like, an EP or an album? Or the, the, it's a full 13-track yeah, track album. They have the last single they're releasing for it coming tonight. And the uh, album, out, the album is August 28th. Yeah, 28th. Yeah. So, so add we'll another, about it for the add next, another we'll album to August. August is hell stacked. It's three albums every week. Yeah, it's um, We're going to have a rough time. <laughs> Bring all the shit. Who's ready for the six-hour pod? We might have to do August part one, August part two. Maybe. maybe. And then August burns red. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, come on. All right. Places so Jacob, not have to go. <laughs> yeah, Jacob, all right. Hit us with the knowledge on Runaway here real quick. Tell me why it's your favorite. Sounded good. Okay, good. <laughs> Wait, can I explain why I think Runaway is my favorite? Okay, sure. Hit us with it. Well, it, it sounded pretty good. Oh. <laughs> no, but, but for real though. For real though. I don't know what else to me For real though, Runaway is definitely my favorite of them. In particular, I love the closing to the song where it has like kind of the orchestral feel to it. Mm, you know, yeah. like the underlying vocals. I fucking love yeah. it. Um, Broken Glass, I'm gonna go in backwards order here. Broken Glass was extremely underwhelming for me. I hit the chorus and I was like, okay, Uh. next. Uh, and then Crawl Into My Skin, I actually think is a pretty decent song. Uh, I am not particularly a fan of their unclean vocals for like the one verse in there, but that might just be, I haven't listened to the song more than three times and I need some time to adjust to it. See, that's the problem, because those are the tracks that are my favorite that Noisia does. Um, like, Rebirth has that, Wanderer, uh, from their most, from their, uh, I think it's their first album. Um, Wanderer from the first album. And Crawl Into My Skin, the reason it's probably my favorite, it's, it switches between that and Runaway for me, is because of that un- uncleans and then uh, transition back into the cleans and just kind of... Uh, the instrumentals are probably my favorite in that track, but same as you, Jake, that in part in Runaway with where it kind of gets that uh, orchestral kind of quarry um, on the last verse. 
you know, the, that's probably what sells them. Broken Glass, I've not listened to that as much because that kind of came out um, around the same time I was uh, getting ready to start my new job. So that in particular, I've just not been too heavily busy on listening yeah. to. Uh, when I listened to it a couple of times, like the chorus just kind of felt repeating almost. Not not to the to the sense of like the hands like houses head rush or something like mm. that but it just seemed like it didn't pick up at all where it felt like it could have it's definitely fair all right i yeah. think we've said enough on these three songs by noidra we've all got very differing opinions on them so give them all a shot if any of the uh if any of them sounded decent so let's move on crystal lake released two new songs uh, let's talk about watch me burn first I had burns red. Yeah, yeah, it kind of does. I, I, I could get behind that. I, I had a very similar, like, opinion on both of these songs in the sense that, um, Jake, you know how when you listen to like an Amaranth song, you can say like, oh, yep. That's it's an, an Amaranth, Amaranth song. song. <laughs> that that's really how I felt about these two. Um, yeah, because I I attribute Crystal Lake to being very in your face heavy mm-hmm. with electronic breaks, not in the same way as like a Bring Me the Horizon electronic break, where it, it leads into something all the time, but in the sense that it, it provides um, depth and layering to the song. Um, and I, I felt that that was somewhat present in both, especially in disobey. And so I was like, yep, these are two new crystal Lake tracks. Um, I don't feel that I've heard anything necessarily new, even though these are new tracks, um, like a new in concept, but I still enjoyed them a lot. What about the breakdown in disobey though? Yeah. I mean, it was good. Don't get me wrong, I I very much enjoy that song, but it doesn't feel like they've changed, they haven't broken the mold, or changed the formula all that much with these two songs, I didn't feel like. But that's just me. So, I could be wrong. Hey, <laughs> I don't have very much experience with Crystal Lake. Like, pr- I think the most experience I have with them is I've listened to Apollo, like, twice. And, oh, good. Uh, and then the Rio feature on that one Cold Rain song from last year. And that's about all I know mm. about Crystal Lake. So uh, going into these two tracks, I wasn't expecting too much because I, unfortunately, to, to Jacob's dismay, I didn't love Apollo very much. Um, but that's Watch okay. Me Burn is probably the best thing I've heard from them. Albeit the only competition is like three other songs. But I, <laughs> I, I enjoyed Watch Me Burn. Um just solid um i haven't listened to the song enough to say like too much more about it but i i enjoyed it uh disobey um i think disobey is more what more so what i expect when i go into a crystal lake song just brutally heavy and it was a little too much for me to handle, unfortunately. Mm. That's understandable. 
I'm interested to see about what you think about another song later on, then, if, if this that, one was... That song I starts... Can... Go ahead, go ahead. I think you can predict my reaction. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Jacob. This, this obey starts, and it's like this electronic thing, and all of a sudden you're hit with a truck. <laughs> yeah. <like> a... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of how I felt about some other songs on here, too, particularly one that we'll get to eventually. But, yeah, Justin, do you have any thoughts on this? No, Crystal Lake is just kind of the band I can't really get into. I, I listened mm. to these both kind of once, and I just can't really form a good opinion on them. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I... I, think... I... No, no, no. Go ahead. I, I insist. No. You no. no, you do. I... Hey, hey. Fine. Thank I'm you. Going. Stop fighting! <laughs> My mom! Dad, stop! <laughs> I, I don't know where I saw this, but I remember seeing, like, the the tempo of disobey and it, it gradually gets slower and slower and slower oh like, oh the, yeah. the breakdown is so slow it's so uh, it's so weird i i need concerts again to see the pit yeah, to that I'm, oh dude oh be- dude that um that fit for a king tour rescheduled oh but they don't have crystal lake on it oh yeah, no. my worry. date was still up there's I was hoping that it'd get rescheduled. Get reske- there's time for it to get rescheduled again. That's true. But Crystal Lake wasn't on the reschedule. Yeah, there's time yeah, for it maybe to get rescheduled again with Crystal Lake. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> I would hope that they would because if they did, and I could see this song, if I could see Disobey live, the pit on that song, oh. Crystal Lake is probably my favorite live band. I'm gonna say. I that is completely and utterly understandable. I've never seen them live, but I've it's, seen videos, and it's, it's it looks it's awesome. You know, we're we're already like there, so I'm gonna go ahead and transition into a uh, God of Fire by Fit for a King, featuring Ario Kinoshita of uh, Crystal Lake. Holy shit, my OCD. <laughs> yeah, play, we're kind of just jumping I'm, around today. I'm really sorry, but we mentioned the Fit for a King yeah. tour. It was there. I figured yeah. we'll roll with it. Yeah. And by we, I mean I'll make you roll with it. So, <laughs> you know. Jake will remember this. Jake will reorganize the playlist. Yeah, no, it's I'll fine. Jake, Jake get on it. Get on it right now. Right now? I, I want to see it change. All right. There you, you go. don't want to hear your opinion. Oh, there you I need to replace Iris as well. I haven't done that yet. Bring it up. Bring it up. There you go. Thank you. No, I um actually wasn't wasn't Iris before California's burning. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, I know I am. It's okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> this is, so this is why I need you guys. <laughs> Fit for a this God of Fire. No. Hey, I I I love this so much. The riff is like repeated so many times to the mm-hmm. point where I could understand if people were upset with it because like there's not a lot of variation. But I could listen to that riff every day for the rest of my life and not get tired of it. I love this song. I cannot, for the life of me, pick out the Rio feature. I've tried. It's the I've really it's tried. Second, it's the second verse. I see. I thought it was in the breakdown. So you know, I'm <laughs> I am so far off <laughs> it, base. It took me a couple <laughs> listens to find it too, but it's the second. This verse. is my most uh, probably my most anticipated song of the year. Yeah. Like I saw, I saw this. I saw the shitty live video. And then mm-hmm. I was like, this is already amazing. Yeah. And then, the, and then it comes out and it's like, oh my god. I would k- 
kill to have that that opening bit, the first God of Fire, and be in the crowd when that hits. Oh my goodness. I'm not much want... of a mosher, but that would be fucking dope. Dude, I everybody wear a mask. I want concerts back ASAP. <laughs> Please. Honestly, I, I do. I love this song. It's it this... doesn't feel it, I mean it's not particularly long, but it doesn't feel its length. I don't feel like I every time I listen to this, it feels like it's, it's in because... and out and I love it. I think it's because the the inch it has like a very long That's intro true. and yeah. outro. Yeah, this this song playing in, this is just some good ass metalcore. <clears throat> that's that's what it is. Oh yeah, well that's a fit for a king does. Yeah, all they put out is good ass metalcore. I, I haven't listened to any previous album of theirs, so I only have this and Breaking the Mirror to go off of for them. I'll get to their previous albums probably next year at some point based on my track record. Uh, but <laughs> good ass metalcore. That's what yeah. this is. Yeah, I, I highly recommend Dark Skies, their previous album. Um, I did pre-order this, their upcoming album on vinyl, and I'm pretty sure it's coming out in September or October. Uh, September. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the end of plan. Okay, yeah. For whatever, so that's for I'm pretty sure that Fit for a King and Future Palace are releasing albums on the same day, so I'm kind of looking forward <laughs> to that. It's kind of opposite ends of the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> also, um... The next single being released by them is supposed to be their most radio friendly. Okay. It's, I think it might be it might be tonight, I'm not even sure. But uh, more so than Breaking the Mirror? Oh yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be the most radio friendly song. Damn. Okay. Did they did they say that up front or is that like community I, I, review? I think, it, I think it was taken from Ryan Kirby's Twitch. Okay. Well if if he's acknowledging it up front, then I feel like people can't get mad at it. Like because... There's, you got you've got the the asking Alexandria wage war route where it's like yeah this is the heaviest material we've ever written and then it's not so the fact that they're very upfront about hey <laughs> we're we're writing this for Octane yeah I think it's I, I feel, out I feel like that makes it Octane. better I think it's if, out on Octane yeah if if I have that expectation going into a song then I feel like I'm less disappointed. You know, because at least I know that they they meant to do it that way instead of getting the expectation of oh this is going to be heavy and then it's the violence, you know. So I'm pretty sure it comes out soon though, like either tonight or maybe next week. I'm gonna hop on a uh, Twitter real quick and see if I can investigate. I think the last point I want to make on this song is um, a couple of days ago I was talking with one of my IRL pals who he, he listened to this and like give me some feedback and stuff, even though he mm-hmm. doesn't care for the music at all. Yeah. But he just likes to hear people discuss, like, opinions and such. Yeah. So I showed him this song in particular. And Good choice. And <laughs> all the... The one thing I remember is that he pointed out that right before it says God of Fire, I think the opening line is, like, step into the dark of eternity. Yeah. And the fact that the word of was there pissed him off so much. <laughs> <laughs> he was like... Why not just do Dark Eternity? Because, like, and then I thought about it, and I'm like, wait, that actually just works. Like, step into the dark of eternity. It or, doesn't flow as well, though, I feel like. I'm trying to sing it to the, myself. The flow works, but then you could do step into the dark eternity. And it kind of works. Dark so that... Eternity. Yeah. That's, I guess that's it... That's all I want to bring up. All the other, like... Yes, all the other syllables there are like very short and punchy. So to have one drag out, I don't know how well that would work. I mean, it would work. I just don't. It's very hard once I've listened to a song so many times and like ingrained what I feel like it should be like in my head for me to to view it a different way. It's kind of like hearing that um, 
that'll be interesting to see tonight too. That uh, MP3 of Heavier that I got. Ah, right. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if it sounds like that on the uh, album. Yep. But I have a feeling that I'll like it all the same. Yeah. But it's kind of a <laughs> a little bit of a tangent. I think we're ready to move on. Yes. Citizen Soldier released a new single once again. Uh, Mess of me. So, have these guys put out a single, like, once a month, at yeah. the least, for the past yeah. couple of months? Yeah, yeah and it's going to continue, because yeah. they're they're doing the the thing where it, it provides more, like, more content for not only, like, Spotify, but also the YouTube channel. Yeah. And if you watch, That's like, the, if you watch the music videos, it has the, like, the click the bell and subscribe or mm-hmm. anything. So it looks like they're trying to integrate that with the release schedule. So we're probably going to get another, well, we already we got already the one the for one. this month. Yeah. We're yeah. probably going to get another one for next month. Well, I mean, well. it's very smart on their part, though, to do that. I mean, especially when you're trying to build up a following to keep your name in people's mouths like that. Like, I, I mean, it's working for us. Yeah, Although, it's also doing the same. We keep shitting on them. So well, it's also that, <laughs> and I feel their singles are different enough to where they can afford to do that mm-hmm. because there, there's definitely like a different feel for each each single they've released. I feel like this one is like probably the most similar to like "Hope It Haunts You." I get very similar vibes from them, but they definitely have yeah. enough variety to where like doing it monthly isn't necessarily the worst thing. Right. It's it's not like Solent's where I don't know what's. I, we're going to comment them again later, but mm-hmm. God. I, I I don't have too much to say on this one. It's it's just a solid song. So yeah. this is actually my favorite of the singles that they've put out, um, including the one that came out this month, um, having listened to that now. Uh, I haven't been super impressed with anything. I had Sacred in rotation for a little bit um, when it first came out. Um, would anyone care? I remember not particularly caring for so the answer is no yeah, nobody would it's fine uh, I didn't either. yeah hope it haunts you was whatever for me i like gunshot lullabies but mess of me is i i ever since you let me know that this song came out um i've been unable to take it out of my rotation um i'll go out of my way to listen to it a lot i i, I very much enjoy this and if theoretically the rest of the album were to be six more tracks that sounded exactly like mess of me mm-hmm. i would be very very happy um do we know when these this album's coming out um well, it should release by the end of the year let me double check okay. and see how because many singles I, i've checked their twitter page and the album i believe is 10 songs it is 10 and, songs and, and they've if, released five so far five so have we have another five okay it's gotta be soon right yeah you'd think so unless they yeah. release um, nine of them <laughs> yeah, well, would you be so on, on, the, on the topic of release dates, I, I found an interesting bit of information while looking for the Fit for a King single information, which um, does come out, uh, by the way, tonight. So that's okay. another thing to look forward All to. Right. Um, Bill, Christ, we're not sleeping tonight. No. <laughs> Bill Murray, on his next album, Eggy Pocket, <laughs> scheduled for this November, uh, has a song featuring both Rory Rodriguez of Dayseeker and John Mess from Dance Gavin Dance. Excuse me? It's tracked and recorded and ready to go. I think the album's in its mixing stages. So oh, I, I, 
in this my dude, life. Bill Murray is a saint. He throws in so many features from people that we all know and love. I mean, it's uh, God bless this man. I'm so interested to hear what that dynamic is going to sound yeah, like. Be... Now we need like Rio and Tillian. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, I'd love that. That's that's an interesting idea for like a concept album. Like if you were to just take like clean and unclean singers from different bands and just throw them together and see how it meshed. I feel like that would be very interesting. And do like half an album with one like band's instrumentals and the other band's vocals and then mm-hmm. switch it up. I want I want Tyler Carter from Issues with a Tom Barber from Chelsea Grin. Oh my god. <laughs> I want to see how that turns oh out. Yeah, right, Michael Bond could never. I think we've said enough about this citizen. <laughs> I, I, I think we're ready to What Sig said was basically my opinion. This, this the stuff the we're talking thing. about is stuff of dystopia, which is the title of In Hearts Wake's new track. Thanks. Thank you. I try. Was it as good as my California's burning transition? Yeah, that was, um... We're not gonna speak of that one. I'm just gonna leave it alone. Um, speaking of leaving it alone, I haven't played this track in a couple of weeks. Um, I, I did for a while when it first came out, but ever since then, I don't know, it feels... I was very happy with it on the first listen, and the more I listened to it, the more I felt something was missing that I couldn't put yes. my finger on. That is I got a hot take. I got a hot take. Okay, hit me with it. It's worse than Worldwide Suicide. Ooh, no, I don't know if I go that, that far. <laughs> I, I, and even then, like, I don't think Worldwide Suicide is objectively bad or anything like that, but it's probably my least favorite single. Um, I think Hellbringer... It's probably my favorite. They put out another one yesterday that I was just completely unaware of. I, yeah, I haven't listened to that yet. See, I, I, I don't get this. Because we're, we're, this is kind of related, but not really. Stand Atlantic also put out a single yeah. yesterday. So I don't understand the idea of releasing a single two days before the album release. I, I have avoided like, listening to both of them at this point. Okay, like, did, it, did it release with a music video? Yes. Then well, I don't know if In Hearts Wake did. Stand Atlantic did. So I... Yeah, I guess if that's the case. But I just, I I saw that and I'm like, why? Yeah. Like we're two days away from the album, but yeah. I suppose if that's what they want to make, like as single status, um, I don't know what this album's album gonna sound day. like. You could just this, release it on album day at that point. Yeah, close yeah. Enough. This In Hearts Wake album um, apparently has gotten very mixed reviews, and people have said that it's all over the place. So we might be getting something like softer songs that aren't quite in the vein of dystopia. Um, might be getting only cleans, which would be fine with me because I my favorite In Hearts Wake song is Arrow, which has no uncleans. Um, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting. Yes, I know Earthwalker. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. This this song wasn't bad by any means, but it. it it was lacking something that I still can't put my finger yeah, on. I'm exactly the same. Okay, hive mind group consensus. Nice. Yes. Okay, yes. Listen, something. We've redeemed ourselves. What yeah, does Justin? Justin think? Hmm? Is he gone? No. He oh. has no opinion. I, no I, opinion? Have, I have no opinion. No. Oh, good. All right. <laughs> Let's move on then. Slowly, right. baby, right. with All snakes. Right. 
Oh, oh God! All right, you want to we have spent we have spent the last four months downplaying this band and their music. Yes, yes. Don't transition the way I think you're going to. Don't do it. I'm gonna let you guys keep it going. This is what do I it. wrote. This is what I wrote. Okay. Whenever I get back, the three minutes I wasted listening to this song. <laughs> yep. Yep. I feel like I'm uh, wasting my youth. <laughs> I put it. <laughs> In a relevant manner. Um, this feels like the same song I've heard for the past four months. Yeah. We're starting with the voice clip into a break with fast-paced drums and a basic riff. The mixing feels off-kilter. The pre-breakdown is some, like, cringeworthy voice clip. And then the breakdown kind of sucks. I will say that there was a guitar solo in the breakdown that I did actively enjoy very, very much. The breakdown is the it, best part of this song. Yeah, and even then, I don't think it could redeem it. I just, I, I, the chorus felt like it had potential, but it lacked the proper punch it needed to be delivered well. And overall, I just wasn't at all impressed with this song. I, I heard it. General, I was done. That's just one of the biggest flaws with most of these recent solo end songs. The chorus just. Which I don't understand there. because the chorus in the previous album felt the for the is, most part, very big yeah, and exactly. like they had weight to them. These just, it all feels bland. It's the t it's the tone shift. I, th I think that's the problem here. Is the tone shift that they're wanting to go for is not good. No, and I mean we touched on it last month, but the YouTube algorithm has been very kind to them, and these singles are gaining traction. So good on them, but it's just not my cup of tea. No, as probably the one who hasn't like, I'm I'm not saying that I actively love all of these, but I haven't hated them as much like to the same degree as you guys have. Right. Um. I think they've all just been like slightly average. Yeah. Most part, maybe I think uh, paralyzed and blackout were a little above average, but like even that, I I don't think they're terrible songs. It's just like when when you mentioned earlier, like when you hear an amaranth song, you know what you're expecting. Like it has yeah. amaranth sound. I think it, like at this point, all of these solent songs just have the solent sound at this point. Yeah, I could have told you what this song was going to sound like and what the structure would be before I even clicked play. Which is not, it wouldn't be a bad thing if that formula was working every single time, but I just don't think that it is. At least not for me. Obviously, it's working for them, but. It's just more of the same from this band. And yeah, if, honestly. If you've liked it, then good on you, because uh, you're going to be getting more of the same. But for those of us that mostly miss their debut album and the more powerful sound that one delivered. We're still waiting in the shadows for more of that. Here's mm -hmm. the thing as well. They're already producing the next album. Yeah, that's true. Uh, They're already recording that. So we'll see how that goes. Let's see, move and... on. Let's move on. Yeah. I think we've... Yeah. Sounds like a quality over... Or quantity over quality. Not yeah. Really I, I mean, I guess that they've gotten enough response. I'm sorry, Jake. I kind of derailed no, you there. I'll be it's, quick. It's all good. It's all good. I just... I think that... Bands in general, I understand they've got a lot of time on their hands right now. Um, and if they've got the means to record it, then sure. But I feel like you should wait for a little bit more reception on the album as a whole before you produce your next album, just like as a rule of thumb. Mm -hmm. And the problem yeah. is that they've been getting positive reception on these tracks. So if they're producing their next album, chances are they're going to stick with what works. Yeah. And we're going to be getting more of the same like this. I hope I'm wrong, but 
I would put money down that I'm not. And that very much upsets me to know that I probably won't get another song like Empire of the Sun ever again. Mm-hmm. Or Part or Broadway. Yeah. Yeah. Or Heaven. Or name like half of the tracks off that debut album. That really was a good album. Yeah. All right. I think we're ready to move on now. And it's mm-hmm. okay put out a new song like a parasite. And uh, Anna's okay are kind of on a roll. Yeah, yeah. The new, I, um... the new unclean vocalist they brought in with STFU has given this band some new energy that has made me more mm-hmm. excited for them than I ever have been. Yeah, they're putting in fat work with this new vocalist. Um, I didn't think that this was necessarily a better track than STFU, but I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, and I think that this band is on track to do great things. If they've got two singles out, are we looking at an EP or an album? Probably an album. Okay, Probably good. Probably an album. Good. I don't know if good. it's going to be this year, but... Yeah, a second uh, single August would probably November, December release at the earliest. Yeah. Might be something like next January, February, so, which is so, fine. Similar to you, I don't think this is as good as STFU. I rate STFU extremely highly. I love that song. But this song still grew on me a lot over the weeks. Mm. Uh, the more I go back to the song, the more I get into it. The guitar, the guitars at the opening are so, it's like, it's I don't want to use the word filthy, but it's kind of filthy. It's just very. Yeah, the instrumentation on this is nice. Yeah, very nice. Um, as a note, uh, they, at the time of releasing STFU, they did say that there was an album slated for this year, but with everything cool. going with everything going on, I don't know if that's going to change. Well, wasn't so, STFU in April yes. or May? STFU was April. So that was, the, that's in the middle of, um, Rona season. That's so. what, that's what the Wikipedia article says. So. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. Trust what you will. In this case, we get one this year. Worst case, it's next year. Who cares? Like We're still getting music. Year. It doesn't Talking, matter. Yeah. Pay attention to this band. They're yes. doing good things. Yes, absolutely. I, I think that's about as... It, it's, it doesn't get much easier to talk about a good song yeah. than that. Let's move on. Crown the Empire. They put out an entire acoustic album, but we're focusing in on a bonus track entitled Everything Breaks. Yeah, uh, uh, to lightly touch on the acoustic album, it's named uh, 7102010. which I don't know why they didn't do 2020, but it's basically a compilation of different tracks from all their uh, past albums, just compiled into one an acoustic version. And this, yeah, this is particularly the new one that was put onto it. Yeah. This, the whole album was, was very good. Um, I can't for the life of me. It's what Andrew, right? Is the Uh, Andrew. Yep. Yes. Um, his voice is so good. Yeah. Um, this track, I thought it was good. I was expecting it to break at some point, similar to like um, The Pact by Slaves. Um, towards the end, it felt like it had that build-up potential, um, and but it never really exploded the way that I had hoped it would. But again, even though it didn't, this is still 
an amazing song. I thought the vocal delivery across the board was on point and I was very happy with this for, for what it was. It was a very nice surprise. Yep. Uh, I, I just want to point out the lyrics, the lyrics to this song are very good. It's like very, very personal lyrics. I think. Mm. I, don't, I don't have them pulled up, so I can't say it. And I listened to it for the first time earlier today. Yeah, let me, let me run it back. Everything breaks. Jacob, hit me with your opinion on this in the meantime. It is okay. <laughs> I didn't, How did you I feel? Didn't, I didn't think it was anything spectacular, but... Did you get around to the entire album? No, no. Okay. Yeah, it definitely fit the, the album. It makes a lot of sense to put it on that... Uh, in regards to like putting out as a single, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm on the same boat. It didn't really like it wasn't too spectacular, but I enjoyed it. I don't have much to say. I'm, I don't really listen too much of Crown the Empire, so you should. I've, you they're really should. The last album was really good. A band that I need to get to at some point, but we all think, know my track record with that. You think Jake would listen to Crown the Empire post he made it in? Oh, yo, of course. <laughs> I would listen to Crown the Empire post he made it in. Although, if we'd have gotten Post Malone as the lead singer for Crown the Empire, we wouldn't have gotten any of his solo material, probably. So, I, I, I would rather have Post Malone's solo material than Post Malone and Crown the Empire. I'm putting that out there. I'm, that's, that's my hill, and I'm going to die on it. Um, you, know, you know what? I'll join you on that hill. What? I'll join you. Oh, hell yeah. Let's go. I do. I love Post Malone. Entirely <laughs> unrelated. Y'all fellas, are we talking about this new Post Malone song? Jesus. From yeah, like called, May. It's called Rock yeah, song, right? yeah, 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 yeah. For, for those who don't know, Post Malone tried out for Crown the Empire didn't get in. He was, Now, was he going to be a vocalist or a guitarist? I, I, I'm not sure. It was one of the two. Um... But either way, I, that would have been a very interesting dynamic. He still hangs out or with the band, which, yeah, he posts videos of them playing beer pong together in tour buses. So I'm very, I wonder if we could get like a Post Malone feature on the, because I'm pretty sure Post Malone does uncleans too. There's video out there somewhere. So that would be a very interesting dynamic to see on the next album. If we could get a post Malone feature, they could also potentially bring crown the empire into the mainstream. Cause the post Malone feature is elite, yeah. you know, to get that, that's going to put your song far and above on popularity. Um, but I, I don't know, just, just my two cents. Yeah. That's most we can do on that let's, one. I feel let's move on. I think we got to get the show rolling. There's still a lot of singles. to get to. Yeah. Oh dear God! I just scrolled. <laughs> oh right. boy! My diligent future put out another new single called "Endlessly." And eh. yeah, uh, that's kind of how I'm feeling. It's not bad, but it doesn't really stick out to me in any way. Yeah, the chorus had, like, potential to be catchy, and I enjoyed the electronic outro of it. I thought it was a very fitting end to the song, but overall, the song just felt, like, average. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I haven't I haven't liked anything from them since their new vocalist, but that's just me. 
Yeah, I'm not in the same boat. Anything, it's just the the shift. I, yeah, I I, I can I agree with that. To it yet. I, I'm not very. I think that this was the first time that they've reintroduced the unclean vocals since the new vocalist has joined in. Like it, it was for like maybe one line or something. Yeah. Um, I, they're they're putting out consistently okay songs. I think mm-hmm. they haven't knocked my socks off yet. Um, no. But I'm gonna keep an eye on them. They're they're doing decent things. And I mean, again, I think we commented on this in a prior episode, but the fact that if they can put out songs that are just okay, I feel like if they've got a new vocalist, that's fine because they're finding their groove. Mm-hmm. As long as in the next album or the album after that, they don't continue to put out just okay songs, but as they find their momentum and what works best for them, that they put out something that's a little more refined, polished and something that I can enjoy. Then I'm, I'm completely fine. If the whole album like this one's just okay, as long as they improve on future ones, I would really like to see them lean into kind of the more electro structure with their songs. Mm. Yeah. I'll, I'll sweep when I'm dead when they did like, just your stereotypical electro song structure i think that worked really well for them like better than any of the other three singles they've released so i'd be interested to see them keep pursuing that route either way they're doing like the electro rock hybrid stuff and i'm for it but yeah it, it it's very in that sense it's almost reminiscent of a versus me hmm. in the sense that they've got the potential for those electronic elements to be very prominent but they only touch on it at times in a way that i feel like they should embrace a bit more mm-hmm. all right i think we're good to move on let's let's uh let's uh carry on to the next single before we do that though i'm gonna switch internets real quick i'll be back in like a, a few seconds but you guys can go ahead and get started i don't have oh, yeah. much to say on this sounds good i carry cannot on. believe he interrupted my fucking transition carry that was on, perfect Derek. Carry on. Now is your time to shine. Let's go. That was a quicker switch than I thought. I didn't even disconnect from Discord. (laughs) Let's fucking go, dude. So, uh, carry on by falling in reverse. I'm curious. More than I do. Yeah. I have yet to really enjoy a falling in reverse song. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I everything is so borderline being good for me, Meanwhile, and I can Popular appreciate. Monster. Popular Monster what? is one of my most played songs of the year. So, uh... and I mean, it's been number one on the rock charts for like eight months now. So, I mean, kudos to him for him. I mean, Ronnie Radke and the rest of the band, I guess, but they don't matter. Um, to doing so well. And putting out music that people enjoy. It's just everything they put out. And this is a B-side from their, what, like 2017 album? Yes, I think it came out. Um, it's it's so close to being good. And it's not like I've, I don't feel like anything is missing. It's just I don't really enjoy the delivery that Ronnie Radke has to present. The song feels like it kind of goes on just a little bit too long. Um, I appreciated the guitar solo, but as a whole, this this song didn't really do it for me. It kind of played almost like a star set song to me, in a sense, with the delivery that was had, not necessarily instrumentally, but the delivery vocally. Um, but I'd prefer star set over this any day of the week. 
Yeah. I I really enjoyed the synths. Yeah, that is I, true. That is. I, I can agree. There. I in particular, what stood out to me was just like this song had a hella long fade out, but similar mm-hmm. to the Noija song, the orchestral feel, uh, the backing orchestral vocals just. That kind of sold me on this song more than anything for the first like two and a half minutes. Um, it, it was just like an okay song for me, and then you yeah, incorporated the backing vocals, and it really it took it to the next level for me, but still, just not enough to get me to come back to it very much. Yeah, it, it does give it a certain amount of atmosphere that I think really helps it. But definitely. again, yeah, I just Especially I don't know what's not clicking for me. I definitely think like speaking on like the term atmosphere. Um, the chorus involves like gravity. Um, mm-hmm. pretty sure uh, that's, I don't know if that's like intentional. That's but... why you thought a star set. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Subliminal that, space messaging was in there. Well, it's that and the, the album cover is literally an astronaut. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll do it. So, <laughs> that'll do Just it. Just like star set. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> you know, yellow card lawsuit win. <laughs> um, I, I guess I'll, I'll add on to this. Uh, this is much better than what they recently released with, like, their the Drugs EP. Like, I could not get into that at all. I'll, I'll agree with you there. That's something I can concur with you on. Yeah, and I wasn't, the, I wasn't a huge fan of Drugs or Losing My Life or Losing My Mind, but Popular Monster hits Popular different. Monster fucking... <laughs> mind my terminology popped off. And, uh... This, yeah, this is what I got them because I got into um, Falling Rivers through um, 2017, their 2017 album. I was trying to remember the year. A um, couple songs off there really stood out to me. And this, you know, with this being a B side, I actually didn't know that until Derek said it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, it definitely makes a hundred sense in why I like this. But uh, Popular Monster, still the best. Popular of what they they release, it, just because of the chorus. The chorus sells me on that. The entire song sells me. In all honesty, I can't. Well, that's, get... that's a sidetrack. That's a sidetrack. Uh, yeah, but you like rap, and I don't. Right, I'll you, um. You want to move on, or yeah, sure. Comments? Yeah, we're gonna move on. Point North have released a new song entitled "Personal." I should also mention this is another album that's coming out this month. Yeah, we the got, month we got of a streak, we've got a streak of them coming up. We're so fucked. We're yeah. so fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, this is the best uh, single since a uh, million oh. times. Second best. Um, Second best. Since a million times. No. Second best. <laughs> wow. Agree uh, to disagree. Okay. This is not my favorite single. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. put mine out there, yeah. um, but it's I liked it better than Brand New Vision. I didn't care for Brand New Vision all that I much. Will agree with that. I didn't um, care for it really. There was I, I might be completely off base here, but I felt like it was simultaneously fine as it is, but also missing something because the buildup at the end felt like it should have been somewhere maybe towards the middle and led to something. Yeah, they, got, I, they went, they I just feel went like, heavier at the end of the song for whatever I, reason. Yeah. 
I feel like give this song like thirty more seconds. If it had thirty more seconds of time, yeah. it would have been better. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 something the, with it. In part, you know, to me, I, I I feel like this is the best one. Uh, but even to me, like that that in part just feels like it, you know, could have gone somewhere but didn't. Yeah. I wonder if that that ending is just like a transition into another track. That would be pretty good. I'll have to look at the track list to see if that's actually how that works. Because I think uh, they released the track list. I really like this song. Second best behind Into the Dark, which was released at the beginning of this year, uh, in my opinion. Uh, this album's looking pretty solid. I believe this, is. Was, oh, yeah. this was like the fifth single. I'm. I don't want to. I don't think it's going to make my top ten end of the year. But it's going to be a solid album, going to be a solid listen, I feel. Oh, yeah. this oh, this goes into a million pieces on the album, actually. Huh, it'd be, it'd be interesting to, to go and listen to that. Tra- you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it right now. Go for it. Um, Point North, where are you at? Um, Jacob, I'm curious to hear, did you have any like opinions on this one? I'm waiting for the next song. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Yeah. Oh, I my can't God. blame you. I am so fucking stupid. I okay, so <laughs> I've been going through my my like playlist that I have a music to listen to, uh-huh. and I didn't realize this was an album. I thought that personal like was the EP, oh. and so I went ahead and like listened to it and rated it as an EP. <laughs> I didn't make the connection until now. I got to go change that. But... Yeah, the, the album's gonna be called Brand New Vision. So it's it's what is it into a million pieces? It's personal um, into a million pers- pieces? Personal into a million pieces. Okay, hold on. This song, I just really like this song. It, it flows yeah. really nice. Yeah, the, if, if I had to rate the five singles, I, I'd probably put... Um, I'd put Into the Dark probably near the top or top three with personal and uh, million pieces. And then Heartbeat and... Uh, can go at the bottom. I haven't really listened to that yeah. brand new version. It's like I haven't know. listened to Heartbeat since I discovered Point North at the beginning of this year. Yeah, I need to give that another listen. So, having gone back and listened to the transition, it works, but it's nothing special in the same way that you've got like the embers glow into the color black. Yeah. Like it's right. not that style of transition. It's there's a distinct period of end and start again. The songs don't yeah. really flow into each other. Right. I, I think that's enough. For Point North, let's move on. Slaves have done it again with their new single, Eye Opener. So this is the last single before the the album and final. The Uh, seventh and final. Actually, it's not. No, they're, they're releasing the they're releasing Cursed, the music video, at the same time the album drops. So yeah. technically that's not premiere, considered it a It did single. premiere on SSX uh, on Octane earlier. Well, oh, yeah, of course. They also had the live show of all the album <laughs> tracks yeah, yesterday. So, so <laughs> having, we've had what now? Three weeks with this track. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious as to where it ranks in each of your personal opinions on Top three. the Slave Single. Top three. Top, Top three. three. It's third. Okay, good. So we're all in agreement. This is definitely top three. This song is um, incredible. It's, it's so good. Moment of appreciation for the fucking baseline. Absolutely. It's so they let the bass just go nuts in this. It's, and it's so goddamn juicy. 
it's very reminiscent um, of Roses by Awaken I Am in that sense. Yeah. Uh, both songs allow, and they're produced by, or this album was produced by the lead singer of, of Awaken I Am. Correct. So you know, got that connection there. But yeah, no, both songs allowed their bassist to just fuck around, and I'm more than happy with it. It provides such a interesting, like, layer of difference to this single that allows it to separate itself from the others. Um this is probably my second favorite single, if not my third. But I, I, there is no way I can place this any less than third. I, yeah. I can't, I can't put a ranking on the on my top three. They're kind of intermittent change. Yeah. But if I had to go like my top three, it'd be heavier. Talk to a friend and uh, eye opener. Like I thought, I thought. Uh, this being in my top three was a hot take. I was like, what? No, no, no this song <laughs> is incredible. They've put out seven singles, and How? none of the, the quality hasn't decreased at all. How? I I just I'm gonna disagree on that one because wasting my youth has fallen off for me. Okay, but like that's I think it's still like only I falling off for me. Wasting yeah, like I do with my least favorite single. Yeah, I wasting agree. my youth has only fallen off to like a seven point five out of ten. And what blows my mind is that Matt joined the band quote unquote in January right of, of what would that be 2019? Uh, 2019 yeah this album has been done for a year probably so well no he confirmed it oh okay so what I the, they got together what that tour probably finished February so in the span of six months they got together with their completely new singer or singer rather and wrote a 13-track album that produced seven incredible singles like this? And seven is not going to be the end of it. No. We're going to get just, to that next month. It blows my mind how well this band meshes together and how talented each and every one of these members are and their ability to create such cohesive, wonderful music out of what could have been disaster for the band as a whole. It's crazy you know, how this band has released seven singles, and six of them are all simultaneously at the same time top three. Yeah, what, what sell, ridiculous. What sells me on this is not not the fact that the album that's coming out tomorrow is probably going to be like in each of our like album review rankings at some some stage. Oh, or absolutely. Form. I'm curious how the band's going to transition when they get their new name. When they get the new name and like how their sound's gonna evolve to make it different from what the slave's name is, that's what I'm more curious about because I want to see where it goes. Well, I know that they were changing their name, but I don't know if they're changing their sound per se. Right, but you 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 really got to do like some sort of like kind of different elements to it. Maybe change up the instruments instrumentals just a little bit, but. You know, I'm saying that, but each of these have been kind of different enough instrumentally where you could really just do anything and be good. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's like with with like I do, right? The combination of the acoustic and electric guitar on that one, like that one, sets it apart instrumentally. You've got prayers, which has the electronically changed um, part for Matt's voice that like adds to the melody as opposed to talk to a friend, where it's more of like a backing sort of thing. I don't know. I just, I'm so excited. We've got less than five hours till this album comes out. And Let's I, go! So good. I'm so counting good. every minute. I'm so phenomenally excited for this. And the rest of you listening, by the time this is on platforms, it's going to be out. Stop what you're doing. 
drop what you're doing and get the hell over to Spotify or whatever streaming platform you use and listen to this damn album. Please, we'll be reviewing it's... it in a few weeks, but do yourself a favor and listen to it now. It's it's obviously like it's rock, but it, Matt's voice is just everything is so easily accessible that I feel like you kind of have to be deaf to not enjoy this. This has I'm something sure. for everybody, and I'm I I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't wait. All of us would die on that hill. Yeah, I've yeah. shown so many yeah. different people slaves, and mm-hmm. they they each have all different tastes. But just one particular song from each of the seven I've shown has grown on to them. Even and Johnny, I, even the stuff with Johnny Craig too. Like I'd rather see your star explode. The pact, mm-hmm. especially Winter Everywhere featuring Tillian. Right. That song is mm, delicious. Well, it- it's this band's entire discography is so good. Yeah, it's Slaves and Dayseeker, where I feel like they, they've got enough variation with how their instrumentals like go and everything, that their their vocalists just really just do anything and still have a fucking banging track. Johnny Craig bands are 3-0 and at this point for having a discography where they can change vocalists like as many times as they want. And I still enjoy every single album that has ever been put out, regardless of the vocalist. Like it's, it's uncanny. Like I, I just I don't know how he manages to do it. Every time Johnny Craig joins a band, he ends up leaving it and finding somebody who fits somehow better to replace him, and creates this magnificent discography. That honestly, we should just throw Johnny into up and coming bands, and then have him leave. <laughs> I think that's the most like perfect formula for success for every oh, up and coming band at this point. Throw Johnny into Tillman's. <laughs> yeah, yo, yo, hey, that's You're not on. a bad idea. Somebody get on Twitter, tag him. <laughs> throw Johnny Craig into Sleeping with Sirens? Question mark. Oh, absolutely, sure. That's three songs ahead, but you know, go for it. I, well, I don't know. Why don't we think, talk about I think it next? Kalian- I sure. think Kalian's doing enough well, let's go. Like, we, we've said enough about Slaves. Sweeping with Sirens, they put out a new track called Talking to Myself. <laughs> Talking to myself. Just watch the song go up in the playlist. All of these next five songs we're talking about were released on the same day, so really we can just talk about them in any order. Yeah, so this felt like a B-side off the album, which was what How It Feels To Be Lost, um, which was an okay album. I don't think it was their best by any means. Um, I I don't know. Kellen Quinn is one of those people that I feel like he absolutely murders every feature he ever has. If you get a song to feature Kellen Quinn, that song is instantly, like, automatically a 7 out of 10 at the very least. Which, and then um, yeah, he we're, gets we're, to his own material, yeah, and I'm just um, not as into it. Yeah, but before you get into his own material, which reminds me, uh, Loveless, a band that Jake did not put on the fucking playlist. Because we released a track this month. Oh, shit. You should have told me to add it. Yeah, Stamped. but I'm blind. That's the problem. Maybe grow some eyes. Open your eyes. Yo. Open your Yo. eyes. Hey, hey, Quill, you need to listen to Eye Opener like five times and then take another look at the playlist. <laughs> yeah. <I've, laughs> right right now now dead to right me. Now it's now moved so many now. times. My brain. <laughs> 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 Oh my 
I think the, I think all four of us were talking over this. So t- to make sense of yeah. this happening, <laughs> Quill is complaining that I didn't put a song in the playlist. He yes. then, we then mentioned that he should listen to Eye Opener, which we were just uh-huh. previously talking about. But the irony is that he's listening to Blind Channel. Yeah. <laughs> God. What a fuck's sake! We hate ourselves. I need to go get some water. I'm fucking sleeping with sirens. Bullshit! I'll be right back. My opinion on this sleeping with sirens song—it's—it's nothing special, but it's okay. The only good part is the breakdown, and even then, it's just okay. My dog agrees. I, I think your dog, your dog's opinion is validated here. I don't I don't have anything bad. Sleeping with Sirens is kind of one of the bands that exists for me. I can't really get into to put in my normal playlist. I, I have a plan. To, I have a plan to go back and listen to a lot of their previous material. The only song oh, I've listened to them previously is "Kick Me," which is off of one of their older albums. But I haven't listened to anything since, and I want to go back and catch up on that. Well, see, the problem The problem is is I, I like Kellen Quinn more than I like Sleeping With Sirens. So... And that's not a bad problem to have, because he's, oh, featured, yeah. he's been featuring on, like, a song every other week this year. Yeah, he was on uh, he was on um, Into the Dark, yep. and he's going to be on a Loveless single f- for August. He that... featured on a Hollywood Undead song earlier this year as well. Oh, that's right, I forgot about that. But, um, yeah, and, like, he, he does features really well but just his main band i cannot get into i think we're ready to move on yeah (laughs) just already moved on from the podcast (laughs) future palace have released their fifth single and announced an album for september uh the single is ghost chapter The album got, uh, is not Ghost Chapter. I believe the album is uh, it's called Escape, I'm pretty sure. It's coming out in September. Uh, but unfortunately, this song was a little underwhelming for me. Uh, the standout piece of this song was definitely like the synthwave bit that they incorporated into the bridge. Uh, but otherwise, this song was kind of just average for me, coming off of such a high in parted ways that uh, I was expecting more. But either way, this... I'm very excited for the album, uh, for their debut album at that. Considering this band has only put out five songs they're working on their debut, this band is doing great things. Just this song didn't really hit with me. Um, And unfortunately, it has hit with everyone else. Maybe not unfortunately, because this band deserves attention. But uh, this song has gotten a lot more traction on Spotify than Parted Ways does, and that just feels criminal to me. I I don't have anything to add this I, I wish Derek was here because I feel like he would have something to say, but he's seemingly gone. Is it, is, is he just dead or is he, th- he like was going er- to get water. He was going to get water. I'm pretty. Is sure. he talking to himself? I think I think we got a problem <laughs> here. I I'll, I'll keep talking. Um, I think of the singles, this is. I don't know if I want to say it's my least favorite, but it kind of lacks the power that their other singles had. Um. Anomaly, Parted Ways, um, maybe were all really good. Illusionist was pretty solid too, which featured the vocalist of Alaska, I'm pretty sure. This one didn't do anything super special for me. 
but it's still a solid song. Um, I think the verses are solid. Just the chorus kind of didn't hit hard enough for me. And he's back. Where are we at? Future Palace. <laughs> Future uh, Palace. Oh, fuck. Where are my notes on this? Um, I, oh, I think this song, this song just fell off at the chorus for me, unfortunately. Yep. All right, that's what I had in my notes. We're on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, coming off of coming off of Part of the Ways, which had such an incredible chorus, and then releasing this, just uh, I had higher expectations, and I've said yeah. that twice now. But um, I don't know if there's anything else to add. I've talked about this for a couple minutes, Derek. If you have anything else, you want no, to absolutely nothing. <laughs> I, I send it forward. Even though this this song's not incredible, I'm still looking forward to the album that's coming out yeah everything yeah. else they put out is good so, yeah i agree let's move on unleash the archers put out a song entitled soulbound uh, they released a song in june last month but i I wasn't aware that I was going to like this band as much as I do now, having heard Soulbound, so I, we didn't talk about it. But they released a song last month called Abyss. Uh, this band is like power metal, kind of. Um, yeah. And Abyss is, it's like a nearly a seven minute long song. It's hella long. Um, but this band excels with guitar riffs. And they did it well in Abyss, and they have damn done it well in Soulbound as well. Yeah, the instrumentation here is is very very good. I um I'm not a huge fan of power metal. I I appreciate the instrumentation for what it is. This just isn't my style of metal. Mm -hmm. But for anybody who enjoys power metal, they'll very much like this song. And if nothing else, I'd spin it for the instrumentation alone. Yeah. I'd love to hear like an instrumental album on this because it's been the past two singles, the instrumentation-wise, have been phenomenal. The, album, the album's coming out next month, so... Okay. Uh, yeah, I, definitely I think second to Eye Opener, this is probably my most played song of the month. Okay. I, I have been non-stop playing this song. Uh, in particular, I don't know why, but there's one line where it says, they have no flaws, they feel no pain, and that line in particular stood out to me. I don't know what they is, but... Um, the, the delivery on that line in particular just I, I really like the song I thought when I first heard this song at the beginning of it I thought it was an anime opening <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then as I got further in it was like this sounds like Amaranth so that's why it's it, it kind of mm -hmm. does have Amaranth vibes um, that's I had that on my notes too I said sort of reminiscent of Amaranth in a way but at the same time not really uh, yeah. yeah it's close but yeah yeah not really um, for as much as I love this song, I don't think I have too much more to say, so I think we should move on to a new single from Chelsea Grin with uh, Leading Sun. I'll get my comment out of the way. This bitch heavy. Next. Yeah. And... It's heavy in the best possible way. Um, the amount of variance in Tom Barber's vocal delivery here is amazing. I love it. Oh, he I can love do it. it live too. Oh, good, good. Now that makes me miss that Fit for a King tour even more. 
Fit for a King, Chelsea Grin, Crystal Lake, Alpha Wolf, right? Was the lineup? That's elite. Oh, God. I, I just read my notes. I had one more thing I wanted to say about this song. Okay, hit me with it. Um, there's parts of this song that sound like the unclean vocals from Ember Falls. Okay. Yeah. I'd draw that comparison, too. With, like, the um, very fast, harsh vocals, that was, like, the only similarity I got, but... Otherwise, I really don't have much to say about it. I was I have never really cared for this band, and this song didn't get me. Yeah, I wasn't super into Chelsea Grin until Jacob told me to revisit it. In which point, I I believe their last album was Eternal Nightmare, right? Yes. Yes, that I that album grew on me fast. Um, and this is just its vocal prowess in a way that the fact that he's doing every single bit of the vocal delivery on here is also amazing. The drummer, oh, the drummer, yeah, too. The drummer does, does the vocals, too. Yeah, it's just, I... The song is impressive. It hasn't gotten a lot of playtime out of me, per se, but it's still, it's probably one of the more impressive, if not the most impressive song that we're going to talk about, just from a technical vocal standpoint. I, I There's a breakdown within a breakdown. Yeah, I mean, I say, it like bait you with the breakdown, and, uh, then it, and then it hits you like ten seconds later. Oh, it's so good! It's unabashedly heavy, and I'm very much a fan of it. If that ain't the damn truth. Mm. Any other comments? Not that come to mind. On the complete opposite end of the spectrum, yeah, we got, <laughs> we got Hillians with South on sixty five. How on God's green earth did you find this band? Okay, so... Like... <laughs> you know that function on Twitter where it's like, X person you followed liked this tweet? Mm-hmm. That's how I discovered this, and that's how I discovered that this is a side project of right, Maddie Mullins... <laughs> And oh, wage war. Oh, oh, oh. Wait, 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 what? What? It's what? Hold on, yo. Okay, <laughs> this hick ass. Wait, <laughs> is Maddie Mullins and Cody from Wage War? Yes, it sure is. Fuck? Go check the music video. Oh, God, what in the world? I love wait, the that's the only God, reason this song is on here because this song I, is completely different to anything else. I we googled, about normally. googled this just to make sure Jake wasn't talking shit like he normally does, and no, he's not wrong. And the first link that comes up is from Jesus Wired, so I think there's a mild problem. Oh my <laughs> good God! Fans also like Maddie Mullins, Rory Rodriguez's side project, Michael Bone's new band, Paloma, Light Up the Sky, and Outline in Color. What the fuck? I would not have pulled that at all listening to this. I have to go back. Yeah, I got it. I got it, too. Both of those vocalists have very distinctive, like, voices, I feel like. So I want to know how the fuck I didn't notice. You just didn't catch it. Damn, okay. No, I was like, like, this is like, you put, what was my notes on this? I said it was the most interesting song that I'd heard from this playlist, because I don't know how to feel about it, because it's just country lyrics with, like, a rock delivery. And I listened to it, and I didn't know, like, I, I, like I said, I still don't know how to feel. And now I absolutely don't know how to feel. Yeah, like, the, that, oh my god. Like, what the fuck? 
Not in Morrison. Oh God. I don't know if this is what you guys want to hear, but I have not been able to put this song down. Oh, I don't even. God. What? Okay. <laughs> That's surprising I, and also not surprising at the same time. Yeah. No. 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 I. I get it. I get it because I think it definitely has that potential. I just, I, I, this is one of those that I didn't know existed before I was listening to all the songs 40 minutes before we started. And so I didn't really have the time to spend proper time with it. But with the knowledge that you've just imparted <laughs> to me in mind and a bit more time, I want to see how my opinion on this song changes. This song is a joke. Like, you don't, you, like, oh, you don't just say croc socks on with crocs on with the socks on oh, i think maddie moans would oh yeah <laughs> this song is like totally not serious at all it's like but it's just this is like one of the ultimate summer vibes oh songs. god don't get it twisted when you see them boys roll up yeah we mean business don't need no jacked up trucks because we're blacked out rolling like a funeral gang you can catch us at the bar talking that hill slang. All them other folks wish they had our fang. There's also a line that says mother folks instead of motherfuckers. Oh, oh yeah, they God. gotta be Yeah. Oh, God. We got ten on the rack and six in the pack? I'm gonna kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> what? This is so... Okay. Yeah, I... I recognize some of this when I first listened to it, but looking at this now, it's... God! Have I sold you guys I, on this song yet? I feel like my third eye is now open, and I have to go listen to this song with a new perspective. I'm gonna right. keep it up on Spotify, so remember to do that. That's... That what the fuck? Brain. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Alright. God. Holy shit, man. That, that actually hurts my brain. Yeah, I don't- I just... Wow. Wow. Let's move on. Yeah, let's- I think, I think let's I've broken the hive mind with that one. Yeah, I- <laughs> All I hear is static at this point. <laughs> Alright, The Score have released a new track entitled All of Me featuring Travis Barker. Justin, go on. You first. Me first. Start with something nice. Start with something nice. Okay, this song's incredible. I love it. Yeah, okay. you're <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I was scared going into this song because the teaser did not have me. The teaser had my expectations lower than they've ever been for the score. Oh. And... Mm. Then the song comes out, and the more I listen to it, the more it gets stuck in my head, and the more I just can't put it down. Yeah, and... see, here, here's the problem. The teaser didn't have me, and this song still doesn't have me. I don't like it. I don't know what it is. I just don't like it. And uh, I'm going to be honest. It's either... I can't decide between this and best part from the recent that I don't like. Damn. I so outside of that one song with Black Bear that they had that kind of hooked me for a while yeah, and then yep. fell off. Yeah, I have never really gotten into the score. They've always just been a very average band that I listen to everything they put out because I'm hoping that there will finally be that one song that tips me over the edge. 
this didn't do that for me, but I don't think it's a bad song. Um, my biggest gripe with it was that we've got a Travis Barker feature and the drumming is entirely like, I don't want to say yeah. unimpressive, but it's it doesn't add very, anything. It's not very noticeable. It's, it's like, you could have just released this as all of me by the score and not attach Travis Barker to it. Yeah. And I wouldn't have questioned it. Well, yeah. <laughs> You've got Travis Barker. Travis Barker recently um, added drums and guitar to um, oh fuck, what's that one song by Elenium and John Bellion? Um, Tell me what you hate about. It's, fuck, what is that song? Um, good things. Somewhere. Good things fall apart. Yeah, there we go. Um, and released a drum and guitar like he added to it, and it's incredible. And so I've got that in my mind listening to this, and I'm like. This dude is supposed to be one of the best drummers that the music scene has to offer. And this is what he's doing in this song? Like like you said, why well, have him in here? You know? Here's I don't the, know. Here's the thing as well. As we're recording this, they teased on Instagram. I think they're having I think they're putting out a like a live performance version of this tonight. Hmm. And uh I'm really interested to see how it sounds live. Uh, because that, that might be the turning point that may actually get me to like this. But, you know, what I like for the score is they're kind of more stadium rock, and this feels more alternative rock I think me. their I stadium really rock like stuff it. is their best stuff, but this song still, it took my expectations, and it put them on a much higher pedestal. And don't get me wrong, not a bad song, I never said that at all, I just yeah. don't like it. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think, like, there's... They've definitely made a song like this before, but I can't put put my finger on the name of the song that sounds like this. Did, did that just make sense? Did I just speak words? Yeah, right? I think you're thinking, I think maybe Tightrope? Maybe? I think Tightrope's probably the closest. For whatever reason, like, Bulletproof is coming to mind, but I don't, not really. Yeah, those, yeah, I, I could see either one. But I, I really like this song. It's... The chorus has hooked me the more I listen to it. Um, it's The lyrics aren't the most creative. They, they aren't going to blow your socks off with incredible lyricism. But it works, and they do it well. And there's a reason that the score is one of my favorite bands. And this, this is just another one to the collection for me. Let's move on. Half-Hearted have put out a new song called Better Without You. These guys did not take long to sweep on that last album. No, not at all. Um, eh. Hey, yeah. I mean, it's reminiscent off of some of the material on the previous album, but something that I thought was that the, the vocals and instrumentals felt a little disjointed at times, and the vocal delivery felt... The best way I could put it would be, like, light and airy at some points that I don't think worked super well, like there are points where I feel like the instrumentation and the vocal delivery didn't quite match up um, in both delivery and mixing. So, something about this felt off. I don't know. I don't this, know quite how feels, to put it. But. This feels very much like a half-hearted song. Yeah. But um, it just didn't really stand out to me. I think it's got a nice structure to it where it's it's like a slow build and then you get to the end of the song and the guitars are going and it's it's pretty nice. 
but it just took too long for me to build up and by the time it gets there like i'm like by the time you get two minutes into the song and you're actually at the good part like i'm wanting to listen to something else at that point mm-hmm. um i don't know if i have too much more to add um yeah i feel like I, we kind of went over that in like a minute and there's not much else to say yeah so I, I guess we'll move on uh club danger have released a new song called wish you well let the poison flow i wish you well welcome comma comes calling for and uh so they released the trouble last month which is one of the best songs they've ever released albeit they've only released like six but i i was feeling pretty high on club danger after last month and then they released this song and i've like it's just eh. i also thought that until i hit the chorus and the chorus sold me the chorus didn't so- sell me at all i think the trouble is still better but i, I like this more stadium rock type stuff yeah sure. yeah definitely i was I, told I, not to listen to this yeah <laughs> <laughs> I figured we were going to be glossing over this one pretty quick, so... Yeah. Um, in my we opinion... we a time crunch, I was like, you can yeah. skip this one. Yeah, this is better than the score. For uh, this Okay, month. that's... Now, that's that's just wrong. That That's unfortunate, because that is the truth. But we'll agree to disagree on this yeah, one. We'll, we'll agree to disagree. I don't have much more to say. Nah. Let's move on. Des Rocks has released a new song called I Know. And, uh, well, <laughs> one of the few things I wrote down in my notes for this band is I swear that they've released good music before, but this is not it. I was also told not to listen to this. <laughs> this. <laughs> I just didn't listen to it. <laughs> so, Des Rocks has put out two EPs prior to the two singles this year. He released Wayne back in May, and that song was not very good. And this song is somehow even worse. It's oh. like, you take, you know, uh, I cannot fight the fury. It's oh, like, boy. it's that again, but like worse. It, the course is, I know, 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 I know. Like motionless and white? In, motionless and white? Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. Yeah, but that yeah, one was actually, actually good, actually good yeah. <laughs> the, the, This one just, this one just does not work for me. And I swear Des Rocks put out good music before. You can listen to his EP from last year. Uh, Give Me the Night, uh, Slow, Dead Ringer, all really good songs, but these past two singles have not been it. And uh, I'm ready to move on because I don't think there's anything else to say about this one. Fuck, you guys doing that made me r- remind me of the fucking Fight the Fury track. Yeah, you, you, that, why did you do that, Jake? I'm sorry. <laughs> but that, that's just me trying to, like... I cannot. I told you guys to avoid the song. And I had to, like, implant in your mind something to make you imagine what this song could be. You could have just removed this from the podcast. <laughs> but I want to talk about it because Des Rocks does make good music at some point. That's fair. Uh, nah, I got nothing on this. I don't. I don't have too much more to say. 
Um, I swear Dez Rocks has made good music, and I hope we get to review a good song he puts out eventually, but today's not that day. Moving on, Poppy has announced a deluxe uh, version of her album and released a new track with it called Chaos X4. My notes are, it's a poppy song. Yep. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> so, this being a deluxe track makes sense. I didn't know that, but I had in my notes that I feel like this could have fit on it. I disagree. Um, I enjoy the instrumentation, but it's a similar comment to, like, my thoughts on all the things she said. That if I, if I really vibe with Poppy all that much, and she repeats the same thing over and over again, I'm not going to vibe with it. And saying chaos four times a lot was just not my cup of tea. It kind of turned me off from the song. And I don't think it was bad, but I just, I didn't enjoy it all that much. Yeah, this, this one didn't stick with me too much either. Um, instrumentation is probably the standout of this song. Um, but there, there's nothing, it's just another Poppy song. It's the weird Poppy shit that Poppy does. Yeah. Um, I think like... I'm glad this is on the deluxe album because I think if this was on the regular version of I Disagree, it probably would lower my opinion on the album as a whole. So I'm glad this is on the deluxe and by end of year, the original still has a chance of making my top 10. Mm. Um, I I don't particularly know if the deluxe is going to make the end of the year. I'd be more inclined at this point to just put the regular one back from January. Yeah. If if, yeah. if ten other what, albums don't come out, what's with bands releasing deluxe versions so quickly? Yeah. Yeah. Bad Omens did, did it. it. Yeah. Um, who else has done it? Bad Omens. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> I should, there, there are some examples out there. Yeah. I know. So this is uh, more of a quote unquote pop reference, I guess it would be, but like Little Uzi Vert put out his album and it was what like 12 tracks and he dropped the deluxe one like two or three weeks later that added another like 13 tracks to the album uh-huh. and i was like why yeah. and the deluxe tracks i hated the 12 track original album and then all 13 of the deluxe tracks were incredible so i'm sitting here <laughs> listening to the first 13 songs this i'm like oh shit this album is better and then i get to track 14 which is the start of the first album and i'm like oh nope there it goes again. You know, like, I I don't understand. I, I get the concept of releasing a deluxe album maybe the year after with two to four new songs. But releasing two to four new songs immediately after or dropping an entire other album on top and calling it a deluxe, like, that just doesn't make sense to Speaking me. Speaking of deluxe, actually, I don't know how we forgot. Sweeping with Sirens, we were literally just talking about them. Oh, yeah, delete. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although that would make sense because How It Feels to Be Lost has been out for, I think, over a year now, so... Mm. I don't think there's much more to say about this Poppy song. If you like Poppy, mm-hmm. you're probably going to like this song because it's more of the same. Yeah. Let's move on. Grandson has released another single called Riptide. And uh, I'm just going to go out and say that based on the two singles so far, this Grandson album, presumably, I've heard rumors that it's releasing in november if it does i think it's potentially the only other album this year that could contest slaves at the top 
Well, I don't know about that, buddy. <laughs> oh, I definitely don't know about that. <laughs> I, I'm the biggest yeah. Ransom fan here, so, like, you know. Uh, I don't think the song is as good as Identity, but it is still extremely catchy. It feels like a Grandson song, but it also feels like something completely new for Grandson. Um... Well, that's how Identity felt to me, too. I didn't I didn't dislike this song by any means, um, which is the fact that I can say that I haven't actively disliked two Grandson releases back-to-back is a new record for me. <laughs> um, but yet, yeah, no, I, I still got Identity on constant rotation, and... This has potential. I need to spend some more time with it, but my first opinion is that it's not quite as good. But it's definitely not as good. Identity just hits different. Yeah, if if I had an album that sounded like this and Identity, I can't say I'd be upset with it. This song, though, I think when I first heard this song, you get to the second chorus, you get to the bridge, and then it starts to build up. Mm-hmm. And then it keeps oh. building up. And then it keeps building up. And you think you're there. And then it keeps building up. And then you're. And then yep. it doesn't. And yep. I don't know if I've ever been more disappointed in there not being a drop in a grandson song or just in a song in general. Because you tease me for at least 30 seconds into a drop and then it never comes. It's like you're getting a really sad hand job and then somebody cuts your dick off. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. You, are you talking from experience? <laughs> All I'm saying is, I lost some weight recently, and uh, there was no exercise involved, so take from that what you will. Dear God, we just got demonetized. <laughs> it's over. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I, I, like I said, I think that this is a good song. It just doesn't quite match up to identity, but I'm very curious as to what the rest of the singles and this album will sound like, and if it's like this, then I can't complain. Yeah. Uh... I think the last thing I want to mention, the opening the opening verse of this song. I, I have it in my head. I don't even have it written down. It's just, I have done bad things, done them do to good people. And uh, I don't know. That's just like, you know you're in a grandson song when you open with that lyric. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's a typical grandson. You open with the hard shit right out of the bat. Mm-hmm. Let's move on. Um, I think I've said enough about grandson. Discrepancies has put out another new track entitled Blame Me. I want to hear what you guys think about this one. This sounded like one of those montage rock songs. Yeah, yeah. It was very interesting. We've got kind of the three like rap rock esque songs back to back here. That was intentional. Um, intentional? Okay, good. Um, I don't know. I think this is my least favorite of the three we're going to talk about. Um, the breakdown felt a little generic to me. Like I would heard it before, but it was still much appreciated. Um, I think this was a good song. It just didn't cross over into great territory per se. I think the vocals were a huge turn off for me as well. I I can see that because I, my biggest gripe with this band is the guitarist vocals in the chorus. They feel very monotone at times. Hmm. But otherwise, I have been in love with this song. I have been playing this song like pretty much back to back. Whenever I play "Riptide" by Grandson, I'm playing this song immediately after. The, Understandably, I, I am in. I love this song. This, it, I don't want to say this is my favorite because they released "Undertow" earlier this year, but this song is "Flames." I love it. 
Um, th- this song's like low key got a juicy bass line as well. You, you I'll have to notice it on first listen, but the more no. I listen to it, like th- this song's got kind of a juicy bass line. I'll have to go re-listen to it with that in mind. Yeah, I we're we're gonna get into two more like rapcore kind of bands, and I think discrepancies are doing a stellar job with it. Yeah, no, very much agreed. But uh, this could be discrepancies could be like a low key honorable mention potential top ten album of the year. Yeah, uh, it'd be. Have they put out any other singles that I'm not aware of? This is the fourth one, I'm pretty sure. Fourth they, one, okay. They had, they had Control earlier this year, which has grown on me with time. Undertow, which is my favorite. Light Up the Dark, which was last month and has fallen off. I wasn't in love with it anyway. And then mm. Blame Me, which is their most recent one. Um, I'm I'm on the discrepancies hype train. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll let you know. Shall we move on? Absolutely. From Ashes to New have put out another new song, uh, Scars That I'm Hiding, featuring In Flames. Uh, this is for their new album coming up. I can't recall the name. I think it's I think it's called Panic. Yeah. But I, I can't remember. That's yeah, early September, recent. right? Or late it's August? August? It's August. It's August. Oh, okay, of course. August? Fuck that. It's August. <laughs> I'm, if, if, I'm, if my memory serves me right, it's uh, the score from Ashes to New and Noija all on the same night. Oh, the 28th. Oh, That's good. right. Oh, good. Yep. So, uh... The song. Yeah, the it's song. It's okay. It's not bad. Yeah, I'd, I'd say this is better than Panic. Yeah, I think this is probably my least favorite so far, I'm going to say, um, as far as singles go. But oh, it's, between, it's, not... it's between this and Panic. No, What I Get. I think What I Get's also on there. Yeah. I, I think I like What I Get a little bit more than this. This felt a little bland to me in some areas, but mm-hmm. it's not a bad song by any means. This feels very generic, and I, that's kind of how I feel about a lot of From Ashes to New songs. Mm. Although, I think it's interesting to point out that Panic is the only one of these three singles so far to feature their rap vocals. Yeah. Because what I get didn't have them, and this one didn't have them. I mean, that's, so. that's kind of what makes them unique, so I'm a little curious yeah. as to what the decision was there. Well, um, the, the thing is, is that the, the guy that does the rap vocals for this is, you know, the kind of main creator of the band. Mm. And even their... Uh, past album the future didn't have a lot of rap vocals in it okay well i mean the title track did a title track else. title track the ending track and um my name were the three that kind of really stood out because when yeah. i think of from ashes to you i think of like the rap like the rap aspect to them maybe i just haven't listened to enough of like no that's that's the main well, thing that i feel sets them apart as well so well, here, here's the problem with that though they have two albums to their name uh, the first one has a completely different Clayton's vocalist. The second one has uh, this new guy. Yeah. And yeah. I um, I think I like their first album with the... Well, they have three albums. I'm sorry. I haven't listened to the first one, so... The, the first one's good. If if you like the... Um, or I'm sorry, EP in an album. If you like the kind of rap 
vocals mixed in with kind of a heavier rock. I think you'll like their first album more than what they've these last three singles that they put out. From Ashes to New to me, they they just feel very generic, and I'm waiting for that to change because they've got all the pieces to make something real good, but it just like hasn't hit me yet. Like you're saying, the rap vocals are part of what distinguishes them. So when they don't embrace that, they do. I agree. They sound more generic. I, I could get their non-rap sound anywhere else on serious octane bands. You know, I, I want that unique aspect of them to, I want them to embrace that and allow them to use it to blow me away. And instead, this, I mean, the single featured it, but. I don't know. I, I was pretty indifferent about it. So I'm wondering like where the direction of this is going to be as far as the rest of the album, what I'm going to hear and what I'm going to enjoy. It's it's I, all just up in the air at this point. Yeah. Another problem I have on this band to kind of, kind of tie it up. Um, their last album, they had three tracks that just weren't on it, but were released during the cycle and that they really didn't hype. They didn't hype them up or anything. They just released them. And like two of those, I think, are better than like half of half of the album. And what I get, they didn't advertise that at all either. They just hmm. kind of put it out there, hmm. which make which makes me think that they are only going to be really kind of marketing the ones that they think are going to hit on Octane or on Sirius. Uh, well, yeah. Panic has definitely done that, so... Yeah, well, yeah. Pa- Panic has surged because of it. Yeah. I don't know if there's too much more to say about this. I don't have much else to no. move on. Yeah. Hollywood Undead have released a new song, Idol, featuring Tech 9 So... This one was interesting. Yeah, speaking of, you know, we mentioned earlier, or at least I did, that Kellen Quinn is one of those artists where you put him on a feature and he kills it, and then you get him on his own material, and it's like, eh, that's exactly how I feel about Tech 9 That I feel like everything he touches as a feature turns out amazingly. Like, I loved his feature on this, and I can finally say I, I like a Hollywood Undead song. It took forever, but we're there. Oh, um but I just, I, the feature I feel like makes this song, the Tech 9 feature is amazing. I like the direction of this song. Um, I think this was my favorite out of the three rap rock songs we've got going on here. I wasn't a fan of this song originally, and then I've listened to it a couple times throughout the week, and I'm like, this is not bad. I think if there's, like, if there's any, like, rock band that we're going to talk about on the show that would have rap features i feel like hollywood undead is probably like one of the first bands that would come to mind that would like fit with like tech nine or um i don't know who else is there i'm not huge into the rap scene but hollywood undead and like rap artist is kind of just like a perfect match it feels like yeah yeah one thing that i just had a fucking stroke and forgot what i was gonna say never mind never mind (laughs) <laughs> Yo, proceed. Jeez, I, mean, I, I I got the start of that sentence out, and it was just over. It <laughs> left. The thought exited my head. No, go ahead. Say, uh, Hollywood Undead recently 
Not a lot of good stuff. Their album pretty... earlier this year wasn't terrible. There were some decent tracks. I actually didn't hear that, so... <laughs> there, were... <laughs> there, there, there were some decent tracks. They, there was a Kelvin Quinn feature on there that I particularly liked, and uh, there was, like, one or two other tracks that were solid. Um, Hollywood and... De- they're... I don't know how to describe it. They're, they're just, like, gangsta rock, almost. They're... That is a way to put it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. They're, they're just, like... They're Hollywood Undead. Yeah. Their, their most recent album didn't click with me, but I, I, I like this a lot, actually. I'm very happy with it. Alright, I think we're about good to move on. We're almost done with the singles, lads. Oh, thank God. Almost there. Only, what are we? Two more. And almost two, two hours, hours in. in? Fox sake. Alright, Adelita's Way has put out a new single prior to their album in two weeks called What You Want. Uh, Spotify would physically not let me play this song, so I can't really give you my opinion on it. This is an interesting song from Adelaide's Way, because everything we've reviewed from them on this show so far has been their rock sound, but this is more, like, kind of electro-pop kind of stuff from them, and this is probably one of my favorite songs of them in that style. I really liked this. Eh. It's not terrible. But yeah, I, I can't get into I, it. I'm not, I'm not gonna say this is like one of the best songs they've ever written. It's no, like, no, still still hungry beats that way out it's, apart. It's good at best, but it's it's like it's a nice easy listen. Like I, I, right. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all with this one. They've put out much more disappointing material in the past. Yeah, like the three fourths of their last album. <laughs> yeah, they had like so many good singles going into that last album, and then they, they really did, and it just fell so flat. <laughs> This album's shaping up to be better than that one, though. I, the, I hope so. But Adelaide's Way are a super unpredictable band, so. Jake, do you expect um, the lead singer of um, oh, fuck, uh, um, the the where the way they did the uh, feature? Uh, Awake at last. Awake at last. There you go. Do you think uh, the lead singer of that will have a feature for this album? I don't think so. I I don't think Adelaide's Way is really done features before so i'd be surprised i feel like yeah. uh this means war which we talked about last month was probably more of a one-off it's actually on both of their spotify's it, it which is, is it, weird yeah i mean they they did split pretty even parts with each other uh, i got nothing else to say but i got a doorbell to check so if you're back yeah i don't have too much more to say about this one either so shall we move on to the last song for today Sounds good to me. Thousand Below have put out Let Go of Your Love. Sad Boy doing, Hours. Yeah, they are doing an acoustic reimagined EP, and Sad Boy Hours is a perfect way to describe it. James DeBerg is so talented. I love him. Mm-hmm. That Thousand Below album was so slept on. So good. This is good, which, too. Which, I'm, which one? The, the 2019 one or their debut? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, both, I suppose. But the, the 2019, 2019 one is what came to mind. The 2019 um, one hasn't stuck with me outside of, like, a handful. Really? Of no. Like, Fake Smile, Alone in Your Head, Chemical, and that's about it. And 171XO. So, like, 
maybe half the album, but that album hasn't really stuck with me. No, except for half the album, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, I um, I I mean, there's not really much to say about this. I don't think other than it's good. It's yeah. chill. It's good. The vocal delivery is awesome, as per usual. The Reminded me of that Crown the Empire single, to be honest. The but... lyrics are beautiful. Yeah, it's uh, amazing. Uh, dog agrees. So th- this yeah, is, <laughs> I, I can hear him. I believe they posted on their Twitter the track list for this reimagined EP, and uh, I believe this is the only like new song. I believe the rest of them are uh, reimagined versions of songs from their uh, 2019 album. So uh, we'll see where it goes, but. Yeah, solid song, Thousand Below. About time that they did an acoustic reimagined yeah. EP. Yeah. Because they, they have been destined for it for a while. But I think that just about wraps it up. Um, I believe <laughs> last month, or May, we went over two hours talking about singles, and we've kept it under this week, so that's kind of cool. Five minutes. Progress. Progress. Hold on, um, I need to redeem 500 channel points. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yo, Jacob. <laughs> Jacob, I've redeemed mean, <laughs> 500 channel points. Oh, let's go! For oh, I just got two sick tabs live on stream. For you, audio I was just like glancing. I was glancing at my other fucking uh, monitor, and I just it just popped up. It was like, "Hey, you can make me dab," and I'm like, "Ooh, tell me more." <laughs> For you audio listeners, I. A, yeah, just, just picture it in your head. There's a, there's a or come, or come watch the VOD. Jake, Jake, Jake will put a screenshot in. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, into the, he'll put a screenshot into the Spotify link? What the fuck? In the YouTube version. I, mean, oh, 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 I was like, wait. What is you this gotta, new technology? Hold on. You gotta you gotta go to the, the YouTube link. Yeah, yeah hold on. I'm a timestamp it. It's like 155. One, 15602. That's the time on my recording right now, but it's actually going to be a little later once I add all the music in. Yeah. Well, the thing on his is 155. Yeah. I can't, I just, I'm so happy. I've never spent channel points before. <laughs> you, you, you took my channel point virginity. I hope you're proud. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad I could use it on such an honorable, noble thing. <laughs> what did I come back to? <laughs> You know, yeah, you have 500 channel points. Yeah, you have 500 channel points, Justin. <laughs> you see, Probably I not. do. I do. Oh, oh hit him with it. Hit him with it. Oh dear God! Before it gets too out of hand, how Let's about go! With, uh, outlining color EP? <laughs> Yeah? Imposter Syndrome. Imposter Syndrome? Let's go. Hell yeah. So, that said, uh, despite my enthusiasm to move on to it, I wasn't too overtly impressed with it. Yeah. And uh, on the other hand, I was surprisingly impressed with it. I won't say that it was, like, bad or even, like, good. I think it was it was great, but... I don't think it ever got sent over the edge uh, for me into something that I will find myself revisiting very often. Um, I think Punishment is far and away the most catchy and overall best song on here. Absolutely. The Kelly Wolf feature is incredible. Absolutely. Um, She owns her feature. It's an amazing part of the song. It adds so much to it. Absolutely. Um, The rest of the album is... It's not... I wouldn't say that it's not memorable but for me it all kind of blended together um in the sense that 
punishment stood out as something that had multiple memorable moments for me. And I couldn't really tell you much about the other four. Um, but that said, I think that this was overall a very good EP um, that could be considered great, but it needs a bit more variation in the songs to make it something that I would want to return to as a memorable experience from start to finish. I think of the two new songs, so we've talked about Alibi and Breaking the Silence on previous episodes. Yeah. Uh, two new songs, Practice What You Preach and Vertigo. Vertigo um, pleasantly surprised me. Um, in particular, I was a big fan of the chorus in that song. In general, I think Vertigo is one of the better songs I've heard from them. Uh, Punishment's still far and away the best song. Um, Practice What You Preach was more the same for me, where it was just kind of underwhelming. Um, this band definitely... I, I don't know. They're... They have potential. And I'm going to keep an eye on them, but I don't know if it's entirely for me. Um, If, if you guys... Because I, I for one didn't quite like this EP as much as I liked their self-entitled self-titled that they uh released the last year with the their original unclean vocalist. Mm, I agree with that. Yeah. Their 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 um self-titled album was really good. I still have I still play a bunch of uh those tracks just in my regular playlist and um like in in particular from this, I still have Alibi Punishment and not on the AP because they're fucking criminals. A ghost of You is still on my playlist. But apart oh, that's from... right. That didn't make it, did it? No. Wild. It's... It should have. That it would have increased have. the quality of the CP. It really would have. But um, n- nevertheless, in general, I'm, I'm my opinion is the same as uh, Derek's. You know, it's good, but it needed more. I think that just about sums it up for this. We got two albums to talk about. Let's get on to the first one. Barry Tomorrow have released their new album, Cannibal. And uh, we, we almost didn't talk about this one, but we threw it in. I didn't think anybody else listened to it, so I'm curious to hear what your guys' opinion you know of it was. Over over like the past year, I've shit on Barry Tomorrow. I oh, I like where this is going. I don't, I don't r- like their clean vocalist. Okay. Okay. But I enjoyed this album. Let's go. Okay, good. Thank God I'm not alone. <laughs> what about you, Jake? What, what What are you thinking? I I didn't listen to it like fully through, but I listened oh, to m- most of the songs individually, mm-hmm. except for maybe like one or two of them. Instrumentally, this album is. Pretty damn solid. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of the vocals, but That's fair. there's a lot of like standout moments instrumentally. I think Choke is pretty sick. Um, yeah. I think, and especially like the last three songs in a row, Voice and Truth, Cold Sweep, and Dark Infinite are, th- that's an incredible way to end the album. Absolutely. Cold Sweep I, in particular is fantastic. I, Justin, I'm assuming you didn't listen to this album. No, and spoiler, I didn't listen to the other oh, album. Oh, the right album either? Oh, you're, man. You're they both out. came up at a time where I was just busy as fuck. Yeah, that's like, fair. Like, this month in general is just That's not... fair. 
I've yeah, not I had to, a lot of time. <laughs> had a lot of time in quarantine to listen to these albums. Um, I, well, yeah, the quarantine has hit me different to where I've been able to find more work than when quarantine was active. Oh, yeah, see, I didn't really have a choice because I got coronavirus. So, you know. The only work I've been able to do is selling shit on eBay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, this... This album is currently, for me, tied for my second favorite metalcore album of the year with Currents. Um, they both deal with some of the same topics. Uh, I had to look into the lyricism on this um, and also a couple interviews uh, with the lead singer, the clean vocalist, um, about his personal experiences with... Um, anxiety and depression and mental health issues, um, which at this point feels like something that's been done a million times, but I feel like especially on imposter, which is probably my favorite song off this album, um, that he really brings that to the forefront and ultimately addressing how he hasn't felt like himself for a while. And the mosh call is cut off my head. Which it it hits different. I gotta say, listening to that, like once I got that background and went and re-listened to this album, um, I enjoyed it a lot more. And it was the same sort of way with Currents for me. Um, the, I probably listened to Currents at some point because I'm still not. Oh, uh, I'm not. Yeah, never, not never there. Um, fuck, what is the closer called? Better Somebody days. help me. Better, Better days. days. Yes, the opener and closer on that album are both amazing. Um. But anyway, the uh, cleans and uncleans from this band, I feel like are both in their own way hit or miss for a lot of people. Um, I personally haven't been able to really get into anything that Barry Tomorrow has put out prior. Um, Although I will say I've only ever heard Black Flame. Runes is in my list of albums to get to. Uh, But I wasn't super impressed with Black Flame when Cannibal the single uh, first came out. I wasn't super impressed with it. But as time went on, it it grew on me and hearing singles in the context of the album that I hadn't enjoyed otherwise also um, gave this album a new life. Um, It is a little bit formulaic. Uh, You do have kind of opening uncleans, clean pre-chorus, clean chorus, uncleans, clean chorus, breakdown, repeat for a lot of these songs. Um, But the delivery is both very I don't want to say monotone but it's it's one noted at times but simultaneously varies between each song in a way that alongside the lyricism allows almost every song in here to to pop in its own way alongside the instrumentation um especially on quake when they slow things down yeah. before the big break into the uncleans that mm-hmm. has probably been the biggest grower of the album for me Quake um, solid. I, I think my, I was just not a fan of how long the fade out was on Quake because it was extremely long. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I don't know. I just this this is probably one of the biggest growers overall as an album for me this year. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it measures up come time to talk about top ten and how I feel about it in the next four months going forward. Um. But overall, I was I was very very pleased with this album, and out of what I've heard from them, this is their best work to date. I would say. 
right. Also, the album artwork is cool. Yes, yes, yes. very much so. Incredible album art. I don't, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's, it's sick. It's, it's sort of reminiscent of that one. What's that one painting? The scream or whatever. Mm. Don't fucking paint it. I'm talking about. Hold yeah, on. I know. Yeah. Well, why did that just remind me of the music video for Masochist by Polaris? Hold on. Let me actually. I'm gonna so pull these up in side by side times. Cannibal very tomorrow. Let me see here. Images. Oh. Nope. I'm just stupid. Well, it's kind of like that. I don't know. <laughs> but either way, the artwork for this, regardless of what it looks like, is fucking sick. I mean, I, I, I love when metalcore albums do that painted um, aesthetic as opposed to a lot of, like... CGI sort of thing. Like, the album art for Fit for an Autopsy comes to mind. Um, that album art was also hand-painted and looked phenomenal. Um, so I'm a very big fan of any band that does that going forward. I will always be an advocate for it. I'm also an advocate for this album. Um, it's by no means accessible, but I very much enjoyed it, and I can definitely see myself revisiting a bunch of these tracks as the year goes on and into next year. All right. I think that's a pretty good summary on uh, Cannibal by Barry Tomorrow. Let's move on to the last album we're going to be talking about. Broadside have released their album Into the Raging Sea. So was this your guys' first introduction to Broadside? Yes. Yes. Okay. I love this band. I saw them live with Emerosa and then left before set it off. Um, Good choice. Yep. <laughs> and, and this was a top 10 most anticipated album of 2020 for me. I don't think that this is better than their previous album, Paradise. Um, that said, I enjoyed this album a lot. This is probably my favorite pop punk album to come out this year. Well, that might change in four hours, but for now, we'll... well yeah, <laughs> for that's now, true. For now, Atlantic for is now, there. We'll yeah, for now, I um, we're still counting down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, three hours twenty eight minutes left. Let's fucking go. Wait, that's not how time works. Three hours thirty eight minutes. Hold on, sorry, <laughs> I forgot. Bro, am I real quick? Am I the only one that mixes up uh, time and sense? Like sixty cents in a dollar, a hundred minutes in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> because I've definitely done that before. I, I've mixed up my lefts and rights before, but that's I, yeah, yeah. I still hold up LR. I remember I was taking a fucking driving school, and the dude in the car and they told me to take a right, and I fucking held up my hands. I was like, um, <laughs> both your hands off the wheel. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> probably not my best choice, but you know, it is what it is. Um, Let's talk about this album. This album. It's got a shitload of Easter eggs in it. And I didn't realize it until Broadside Twitter, because that's a thing, evidently, that I found out when the album came out. Um, pointed it out, like, because The Raging Sea has been out as a single for the past, like, three I weeks to I a month. I know where you're going. Right, and he says, 38 minutes of your time, Th please just allow me to change your mind. 36, 36 minutes, yeah. And the album is 36 minutes yeah. long. I love that. I love Which that. I can't believe I didn't even... 
think that that might be a parallel hearing that song as many times as I did prior to the album's release. Um, the album is, is very pop punk esque in its, um, lyrical content, especially on the song. I believe it's nights alone, uh, where it just talks about like going down to the lake with your girlfriend and chilling and partying and stuff like that. It's very lighthearted pop punk, what you're used to. And then you've also got the other side of the spectrum where it's, you know, I'm missing you. I'm depressed. Um, I'm pretty much every sad emotion you can feel mixed with every happy emotion you can feel is somewhere thrown into this album. It's again, quintessential pop punk. Um, but it's got an edge to it, which I very much appreciate. I, uh, the f- pop punk is usually very happy, go lucky or very depressed with little in between. Mm-hmm. Um, and this throws kind of a heavier edge into the spin on songs like the raging sea. Um, and we saw that on river as well. Yes. And we saw that on the previous album, too, on certain Foolish, songs. The end of the chorus in Foolish Believer is I Just Want to Be Remembered. Mm-hmm. Like, and then you it's... go two songs later, you have Nights Alone, which, quick side point, the first, like, the opening four songs of this album is an incredible streak. Yes, To go from yes, The Raging absolutely. Sea into Foolish, like, The Raging Sea is an incredible opener, but in particular, Foolish Believer into Overdramatic into Nights Alone is incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Heavenly to me felt like Foolish Believer 2.0, and then Clarity felt like Heavenly 2.0, but I very much enjoyed Foolish Believer, so I couldn't really complain about any of the songs on this album. Um, I think The Raging Sea and Burning at Both Ends, the two bookends of this album, actually, are my two favorites off of this. Uh, The piano on the closer, especially, I felt was a very good note to end the album on. Um broadside has always kind of set themselves apart as being pop punk with an edge. And I think they deliver that same sort of thing here. Um, as I mentioned before, again, I don't think it was quite as good as paradise. Uh, their 2017 album, some of those songs just hit a little bit closer for me and also feel a little more like that broadside brand that they've established. But overall, I don't think this is too much of a detraction from it. And I, very very much love this album i'm i'm not huge on the closer i haven't listened to it since i listened to the Mm. album in full for the first time um i was i was actually going to say now that i've heard you i don't know if i should say this or not but i wouldn't be mad if they just if burning at both ends just didn't exist and the setting sun ended up being the closer okay so i thought about that the first time i listened to it the setting sun could act as the closer i would agree Maybe the Sun is also my favorite track off of this album. That's I, absolutely understandable. I am in love with that song for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the top three for me. Um, I wonder if we could have taken Burning at Both Ends and stuck it in the middle, sort of like an interlude to separate yeah. the album. Yeah. Um, in the I, same way the all time loaded with Pretty Venom. Like, I, I feel like you probably maybe could have thrown it in between like Dancing on the Ceiling and Seasons. Yeah, or even Clarity and Burning at Both yeah. Ends. Uh, there's something there's something to appreciate about every track on this album, and that's something yeah. that I, I very much enjoy. The only um, track that just never really stood out to me, it didn't stand out to me on my first listen, and it didn't stand out to me earlier today, was Clarity. That, that one just okay. never... Yeah, I, otherwise, everything else on this album is good. I think my least favorite track is probably Breathe You In. Um, yeah, that, that and, was also at the low end of my list, but it's, yeah. it's still more memorable. Than the song, everything except the chorus is very good for me, but then I the, the breathe, breathe, breathe you in over and over again, it kind of 
Uh, there's very few songs, and I mean, I've, I've mentioned this before with like Poppy and stuff like that, but repetition for me lyrically only works in very certain scenarios. This one wasn't quite clicking with me. But again, it's still not a bad song by any means. Um, I would be very much surprised if this didn't make it into my top 10 at the end of the year. I do, I'm not expecting it to make mine, but it's definitely a very easy recommend, and it's a very... Oh, absolutely. Recommend. I think before we end off discussion on this, I just want to touch on The Setting Sun once more. There is so much going on in this song that makes mm -hmm. it stand out to me. Um, the, the very first verse, you have the drums that kind of fade into the background for the second line. I don't, I don't know if I'm describing it right, but the first line is like what you'd expect. And then it drops some of the instruments for the second one. And then it goes back and that I loved that. And then, um, the bridge into the end of the song, um, when it says, uh, I have a voice in my head or something like that. And then there's a drum beat where it's like, but, uh, bum, bum, bum. That drumbeat has been stuck in my head ever since I heard it, and it makes the song for me. Because they didn't need to put it there. They could have just said, and I have a voice in my head, and just let it fade a little bit before the next line. But that drumbeat just adds so much for me. No, absolutely. Um, I was going to ask... Oh, he's unmuted now. I was going to ask, uh, Jacob, what did, you, what did you think of this, with this being your first exposure to Broadside? So, what are your first thoughts? So... I'm going to be honest here. The first time I listened to this, I was drunk. Yep, sounds about right. And, Me too. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't re-listen to it like you did. Mm -hmm. So, I don't remember much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes that is, that's how it be. I Ironically, this is like an album to drink to because it's like a roller coaster of emotions in and of yeah. itself into his drinking. So, you know, I can't really fault you for it. But no, I would uh, I would recommend this to you as a re-listen and to everybody else who hasn't heard it as a first listen because it's it's full of, of melody and catchy, relatable uh, lyricism and overall just a, a very, very good album. I think that just about sums it up. Broadside into the Raging Sea. And we're done for today, fellas. That's the we kept it under 230. That's we did it. Recap. Yeah. I'm so proud of us. My coming into this podcast, I was thinking, I already know how much of a shitstorm August is going to be if we don't get our shit together. Mm -hmm. So I was going into this thinking, we need to figure out how the hell we're going to condense all the singles into a reasonable amount of time. And we may not have done that, but I still feel like at times we didn't drag on for too long about songs that we didn't have much to say. And you know what? I'm proud of it. We, I, I was fully expecting this to go to like 240, 245. So <laughs> we, we cut it off like 15 yeah. to 30 minutes early. Let's I, go. I feel, like, I feel like considering that this is a monthly recap, I think landing between two hours and two and a half hours is like a perfect length. Yeah, to, absolutely. To cover a month's worth of music. Like Looking at the durations for the last couple of episodes, we've definitely, you know, been shortening the podcast until August when we make it a three, four hour podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That's an, I'm, I'm thinking August part one, part two. You well, know, we might have to. We'll see how much comes out, but yeah. I yeah, don't. We we don't know how many singles are going to come out. With a lot of albums. Right. Are coming out. I would almost rather if it gets too long, cut it into one part. We'll cut the singles in half and the number of albums we talk about in half. 
Well, and and we'll, we can release one at the first half of what would it be like September and then release one. The, alternatively, we get well, depending on, yeah, I was gonna say, depending on how much gets released in the second half of August, we could record one after the first half of August here, yeah. like in the next, but that'd be next week, and I feel like that's almost too soon. Yeah, we'll figure it Rich, out. I'm Rich sure it'll be fine. It has been a hell of a long time since the June recap. Yeah. Oh, Which God. brings up another point mm-hmm. that we were we recorded the June recap before June ended because I was going to be on vacation for the uh, mm. for the week after. Um, we didn't miss anything um, after we recorded it. There were there were no like late singles released in June that we didn't get a chance to talk about. That's true. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even thought about that. I also want to mention that uh, August's yeah. podcast. Uh, we will officially done six podcasts yeah that is true so, oh that's true so that would have been half of you half a year we oh no, it doesn't feel that long it does it's just it not it doesn't i'm glad we got together to do this though this it's is so one of my favorite things to do yeah it's so stupid i mean it is it's just banter but and i hope the people that listen to this all the very oh yeah i hope you guys enjoy the small audience yeah, that we no, do absolutely. have we, we appreciate you like this is this is a passion project for me, and I think for all of us as well. We all yeah, really enjoy absolutely. talking about music and sharing our opinions and shitting on each other in the process. Yeah. And Solence. Shitting on Solence. <laughs> Solence is the honorary fifth member of this podcast. Oh. So, um, I forgot to mention it at the beginning of this podcast, because it's been so long since we did the June recap that I forgot how to be a host. Um, okay. go, follow, go follow our socials, uh, Hive Mind Radio on YouTube. Hive Mind Radio underscore on Instagram, uh, at Hive Mind Radio on Twitter, maybe. I gave it like four months. <laughs> it's it's going to get taken. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, already taken? I got, I got to check. Yeah. Um, and then, please, this is the most important one. Go follow us on Spotify. If anyone yeah. is still listening, follow us on Spotify. Um, yeah. Yes. And <laughs> it's just Hive Mind Radio on Spotify, right? Huh? Yeah, it's just I'm not, yo, fellas. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, Hive Mind Radio is taken, and so is Hive Mind Radio One. <laughs> yeah. How about Hive Mind um, Radio underscore on Twitter? Yeah. Just just as a note as well, um, because our live streamed on Toby's Twitch, uh, Twitch.tv slash TobyCon double M. Uh, if you guys want to provide input, depending on how big this gets, you know, we we never know how this is going to look in about a year or so. Um, we might, you know, adjust some things, maybe add some, you know, community input just to see how it goes or anything. So if you guys want to be a part of that. Yeah. Have mine merch eventually. Uh, sometime. Eventually. D- depending if on anything like Spotify, Spotify, we got no date. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got I time. Think, I think one of the last things I want to shout out, I'm going to be heading back to college in a couple weeks, which means that my weekly radio shows, hopefully, are going to be coming back. Oh, that's right. Um, nice. So the Instagram is not going to go dry for three weeks like it did this summer. Um, so, yeah, uh, WECSFM.com, uh, Eastern Connecticut State University is where I do the radio shows. Um, I might have to change the time and date that I've done them in the past uh, based on class schedules and stuff like that. Um, this is all, like, assuming that I'm still going to be able to do it, but I should be able to because it's literally just me in a room as long as like, <laughs> everything is sanitary. Yeah. I don't see the issue. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know, man. It really depends on sh- if shit reopens because how it's looking been, out, like, right now. Connecticut's been handling it pretty well. Connecticut's been handling the virus pretty well. So 
I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm really hope it goes well, but I'm not expecting anything. Yeah. yeah. So if, if we don't get deported from college two weeks, then the radio show is going to return next month. Deported? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's how much. But it's sure. I think. Yeah, that's about it. Uh, anything else you guys want to just talk about casually at the end here? Not so. Um, if if you guys um, do, if people do end up listening to this and also have suggestions for what else we should listen to, because our tastes are, I would say, fairly open. We have a wide range of tastes here. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're more than open to adding. I brought like, South on sixty five to this podcast. Friend of your yeah, mind, we regret it ever since. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's but, all I got. Yeah, no, please do. I'll, um, I will, I'll listen to anything. And these poor motherfuckers are going to have to listen to me talk about the anything I'll listen to when the top 10 end of the year comes around. <laughs> if it, if my current top 10 is anything reflective of what it's going to be like at the end of the year, you guys are going to probably hate me by the time all is said and done. See, I uh, just really like, but, I really like December when you try and make up for crunch time for all the albums you Oh, missed. God. I, I've got it down below 22 hours right now. So, I'm almost to July. The stuff that I missed in July. Did you ever so, get to uh, the album by Self-Deception, by chance? Oh, God. Yes. Yes. So good. Um, I left some notes on my document for that that I can talk about when that inevitably makes your top 10 and it comes nowhere close for mine. Just yeah, putting that one out there. That sounds fair. All right. I, yeah, yeah. I, it is one of the two albums out of 140 that have notes for it, if that tells you anything. That's so fair. hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, again, hopefully you won't hate me too much when that comes around, but yeah, I, my I current think, top 10's a shit show. I think August podcast is probably going to rival our top 10 podcasts that we'll inevitably do at the end of the year yeah yeah no absolutely we've there's just so much coming out this month that it's yeah. going to be hard to to not be and excited about it up. yeah yeah that brace, too brace we already night, think about how much time we spend unnecessarily talking about the slave singles <laughs> and then think about how bad it's going to be for the album yeah. well see we we've already hit on like half the album so that's it's true. a little bit easier that's true yeah oh god i'm Although, so excited to, to be fair we never got a chance to talk about three of the singles in full because the podcast didn't exist when uh that's yeah, true but i'll i'll do right now right now um heavier one prayers what's the f what's the fucking other one burial eye that's jake, it jake please send this <laughs> Yeah, get, get us out, Jake. It's going to go on forever. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Everybody's already left already. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for listening to the Hive Mind July recap show. If you're still here, we appreciate you. I know we mentioned that like five minutes ago, but we do. Uh, follow on Instagram. Follow on YouTube. Follow on Spotify. Uh, that's about it. We'll see you next month for the for the beautiful shitstorm that is the August recap. Thanks Absolutely. I decided.